more dudes that nobody has the balls to report. Why am I the only one breaking stories like this? Disappearing there. What's up, Turtle Riders? How's everyone doing out there? Good, good, excellent. This is gonna annoy the shit out of me. That thing. Hold on. I can't have that. I've had so the reason I was late, I'm trying to like get a good balance here. The see how it like see the top right? Look at that. Oh, then we do that, and then it's like okay, then it's a little bit better, and then then I disappear. I think that's a good medium right there. We'll just deal with it. Okay. Anyway, welcome to the live show. Ladies and gentlemen, I've gone ahead and I shared the link to the stream on the various social media platforms that we currently operate off of. On Facebook, you can find my personal page, Clarence Woods Emerson. You can also find my our group page there, Turtle Boy Daily News. You can follow us on the Turtle Boy OnlyFans account. Follow everything on there. I think we're up to like, I don't know. 85,000 followers on Facebook, something like that. Who's keeping track these days? On Twitter, that's where things are hot these days. Follow me. I am at Dr. Turtleboy. That's D-O-C-T-O-R, Turtleboy. Because if Jill Biden is a doctor, then I'm definitely a doctor. You can also follow me on the backup account at Turtleboy Phone. I recommend that as well. Uh, and you can, yeah, Instagram, we are at Turtleboy underscore daily underscore news. You check out all the links to the various Spotify podcasts, everything in the bio below. We're going to be going on locals soon as well. So check that out. Uh, and so we'll have an announcement about that coming in the not too distant future. Actually, the whole go and viral thing with that one tweet there got me some connections. I gained like 8,000 followers, Deb, over the weekend. Did you see that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, not too shabby. I was like, remember I was offering Felicio for, for followers. Yeah, for a long and time. Remember you had like 23 followers in June for like some stupid reason? Like 14. I had 14 yeah. followers in all of June, new followers. And I'm like, I was getting like 500 a month, pretty steady, slow yeah. but sure. You know, and then it just stopped. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? It just stopped. Am I not that interesting? I don't know. And so then one thing happens. The next thing, Tech Cruise and Dave Rubin are retweeting you and here I you know, are. Right? So, yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah, this is our producer, Deb. How you doing, Deb? Doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So uh, she's going to be backstage, kind of running things back there. But uh, just a reminder, guys, we do this show every Tuesday and Saturday night at 9 p.m. So make sure you have smashed that subscribe button and hit the notification bells because we also do a lot of impromptu lives. You never know. You know, I did some for my car. which went to Pittsburgh this weekend. No big deal. Patriots won. It was awesome. Uh, check out that fourth quarter stream if you haven't seen it already. This, this woman was a real, a real doll sitting next to me uh, from Iowa. She was a, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So hold on one second. I'm going to message from somebody who might come on this show. Let me see here. Um, yeah, I'll send you, yeah, I'll send it to you then. Cause so we're, we're going to cover two things tonight. We're going to cover the Martha's Vineyard thing. And then I want to cover this other story and I'm going to have her on for the second part of that. But anyway, guys, uh, 
my also if you guys uh, are unfamiliar we're pretty much banned from everything on this channel if it's your first time on the channel we got a, new, a lot of new subs this past week too we're banned from using um the monetization thing on youtube we can't do it no big deal you don't make much money on the ads on youtube anyway it's the fact that you can't have the super chat that kills you they offer this thing where you can you know click that dollar sign button and donate whatever amount of money you want and then your comment comes up as like a cool different color it looks neat called the super chat but you know it's kind of a blessing because google takes like 40 percent of that now i heard something ridiculous like that we've been banned for over a year from doing that because we had the wrong opinions about joe biden's climax mandate we, we say climax because we can't say the word that rhymes with climax which is the real mandate and we turned out to be completely right about that uh but at the end of the day, it was the wrong opinion at the time, so we're banned. So we just built our own infrastructure, and that's what conservatives like us have to do. You just We built something called Turtle Chat. So linked at the top of this stream in the comments, there's something called Turtle Chat. And you can click on that, and you can donate whatever amount of money that you want. If, if you like what we do and you want to support what we do, if not, it's free. It's all good in the hood anyway. We still love you. Um, but like I said, I will get you get to write a message when you donate, and I will get an email notification like we do for RJ here. And we'll bring it up on the big screen, and we'll show it. He says, uh, go on, go. Always appreciate what you do. Well, thank you, sir, very much. And again, you can write anything. Uh, Carrie often has various thoughts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the later the night gets, uh, but yeah, you can call it, you know, I would recommend calling out if you're going to do the, it's your turtle chat. So you can write whatever you want, but I would recommend calling someone out. Like, cause this is your opportunity. Put them on blast for the world to see. Um, and yeah. What is he asking Deb? Um, has a message feature been fixed yet? Remember how like the messages weren't coming up or something? Oh yeah. That's a good point. Let me see. Um, I don't, let me see if I don't know if anyone's donated tonight so far. I told them to look, let me see. Uh, we'll find out. I'll keep an eye on that. If, if the message feature doesn't work, we'll do the same thing we did last week. Yeah, you cannot, yeah, you'll just read it out loud. So, uh, we also have guys, uh, Cash App if you'd like to do it that way. I am dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy on there. So, dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. Oh, we already got a dono. So, I guess it is working. Nice. It's your guy with your favorite guy with the hair. Um, the guy that Brett thinks is Turtle Cadet. Let me no. see. We got so like we got our first dono here from our guy Jack. Jack sends a hundo. Thank you very much, Jack. And he says, "This Martha's oh, Vineyard boy. Facebook uh, story was so big. Even my dad, who gets one hundred percent of his news from Fox and Wall Street Journal, asked me yesterday, did you see the guy who was in their Facebook?'" <laughs> it's true. With that dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was featured in a lot of. Um, I was featured in Newsweek, uh, Red State. I don't know, Daily Caller. All getting Ted these links Cruz. from all these nice. words. Yeah, uh, so, you know, it's kind of a cool thing, I'm not going to lie. And I was called a journalist on there, and uh, so it matters. You know, it's documented now, it's official, so you can get your DeSantis. And I've been saying, Deb, how long have I been saying? I mean, I freaking sell these goddamn things in the store, DeSantis 2024. I know. How long have I been telling you that this guy is the shit? For a freaking year, like over yeah. a year. Like, this guy does everything Donald Trump said he was going to do. He just goes and does it. And he it's goes freaking, for it, yeah. It's just awesome. It's like t Trump talks about it, and then somebody makes fun of him on Saturday Night Live, or John Bolton writes a book, and he fixates on that for like three days, and he just kind of forgets. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to do something about the immigrants there. I forgot <laughs> right. about that. I mean, this guy, I mean, he just gets it. He's sharp, and he's just like, I – and people will call this trolling – what he's doing or a stunt. I saw somebody call it. A lot of people yeah, have called it a stunt. A lot of people yeah. stunt a lot. Yeah. 
Of course it was a stunt. You freaking children. Welcome to politics. All of politics is a stunt. You understand that? Do you think David Hogg, they, they had David Hogg up there telling people to take away their guns because he is particularly profound? No. <laughs> Do you think that 16-year-old truant from Sweden became the official voice for climate change? Oh, my God. Because she's a world-renowned expert? No. It's because it's a stunt. It's all political stunts. This is how politics works. Children, grow up. This is how it's done in grown-up world. You you do stunts. That's how politics works. You prove your point. And the point that clearly needed to be made here, and it worked, it could not have possibly worked any better, by the way, could not have possibly worked any better, was that southern states bear the brunt of illegal immigration in this country, in particularly red southern states. Well, California kind of takes it in the ass. They don't really care. But uh, uh, states like Texas... In Florida and Alabama, the, this is where they mostly end up. Yep. Um, and because it's closer to, obviously, Mexico. And it's right. not Mexicans. Like, like, there's obviously some Mexicans, but it's literally people from all over the world yeah. are just traversing through Mexico because that's how you get in. We have a freaking 1,500-mile border. It's this river that apparently is, like, five feet deep yeah. at points, And you just walk across it. And well, they take people, a raft over, and they can't catch everyone, like... No, well, they get here, and then it's just like they go through the processing. They all know, like, we're going to go, and they're going to catch us, and, and they're going to take us in, and they're going to put us in some sort of gym. Yeah. And it sure beats where the hell we were living. Right. And they're going to put us in there, and, and we're going to – and then we're going to get free lawyers, right? And, and we're going to go, and we're going to make our case that we, we should be – or we're seeking asylum. This is what they always say. We're seeking mm -hmm. asylum. Now, this is the most overused word ever, like – and, and I, I want to say this, and I, and I tweeted this out earlier today, and I've thought about this more and more as I think about it. Because I used to be sympathetic towards illegal immigration. I felt bad for them. I'm like, yeah, you know too, what? These people are fleeing poverty. I'm like, can't they just stay? Is that big a deal? Whatever. Like I, I used to feel that way, right? But you know what changed my mind was the Olympics. Because I see these people from these countries, right? These hor like these shitty, what I consider shitty countries, right? Right. And they have pride in their nation, right? They fly their nation's flag and they live there. 95% of the world does not live in the United States. They live somewhere else. And we kind of have, and, and liberals kind of have this attitude that if you're not living in the United States of America, that in and of itself is like cruel and unusual punishment. That you should, you have a right to come here because every other country in the world is so horrific and horrible that you need to be let in here. You can't possibly lead a fulfilling life outside of our borders. It's literally impossible. Yeah, we have Heidi from Tucson there. She's uh, she knows she knows it very well. And th like this is this is patriarchal to just tell these people like, oh yeah, yeah, like you trust me, you want to live here. It's it's way better. Your your country's fucking horrible. Get the fuck out of there. You're an asylum seeker. No, asylum and refugees. This is a completely different thing. You have to be fleeing a war like Ukraine. Like if you live right. in Ukraine, you are a refugee because your neighborhood is getting shelled. Yeah. Right. Because a, 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 a world superpower has invaded you and they're killing motherfuckers. Yeah. And you got to get the hell out of there. Your life. Literally fleeing for your life. So you're going to go to another country. You are a refugee and you will stay in that country until the problem in your country 
is fixed until the boogeyman's gone. And then you can go back. I mean, don't you want to go back? It's your country. Right. Don't it's you have family? Like, and like I don't I, like it's like, do they do they not have any love of country? Like you yeah. like you like every Puerto Rican I see loves Puerto Rico. They love they, they, they love it. Like, you know, woo, flying flag, all that stuff. Like Mexico, like they love it. So like, why don't you want to? St- I don't get it. I understand it's you. You can't make as much money. The government right. isn't just handing out shit to everyone down there. I get it. The handouts are obviously the the appeal of coming Try to this to lovely out. country of ours. Um, um, but uh, like this is this is our policy. We're just gonna be like, yeah, just come here. We're just gonna give you shit forever, and yeah, just keep doing it. And and it just money grows on trees, and we'll just we'll just keep fucking giving you. Throwing cash because you know the Statue of Liberty's got a poem on it. I don't even know that it says "Bring the poor and the huddled masses." So, like, therefore, we do this perpetually for the rest of time. And yeah, it'll be good. Don't assimilate. Don't worry about anything like that. Um, know, don't even worry that. about coming here legally. So these people, they just cross the border. And I mean, Bill Malugin on Fox News. This guy, he's an Emmy Award-winning uh, reporter. He every day he's down there at the border in Del Rio and, and, and towns like that that aren't big cities that don't have the services for these people. And they're just figuring out what the hell to do with them. And, and like, why should Texas take on that? Like Texas is part of the United States of America. It just happens to touch Mexico. It's the United States, the federal government's doing nothing, nothing to stop the flow of immigrants into their state. And then they're doing nothing once they get there, <clears throat> once they get there to help them. So eventually if you're the governor of Texas and you're just fucking like, dude, what the fuck? All you people who uh, insist that we should have open borders like this, none of you live anywhere near here. Right. None of you live anywhere near to, uh, the areas where your policies are coming to fruition. And so you don't get to uh, enjoy this like we do. You don't get to have the problems that we have down here. It's a real problem. Like if you, people don't have uh, idea. I mean, they're, 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 home, they're setting up homeless encampments. This is not good. This is not good. Drugs are coming over the border. I'm sure there's plenty of people who want to come here and start a new life. But by the way, every time, and we're going to see this in Martha's Vineyard, I see pictures and stuff of, of the folks down there. And it's a lot of dudes. It's a lot of able-bodied dudes. I'm not seeing a lot of women, pregnant women and children and whatever. Like I'm seeing a lot of 25-year-old men. I see yeah. a lot of that. A lot of that. Now that's anecdotal, obviously. But it's just like, I, I don't believe this false, this narrative that like every country in the world is fucking, oh, Venezuela is fucking horrible there. Yeah, you have to be able to come here. Mexico, oh, horrible. Can't live in Mexico. No one's ever fucking lived in Mexico before and had a nice life. It's literally impossible. 140 million people live in Mexico and every single one of them is about to die at the hands of drug cartels if they don't immigrate into the United States of America. That's what they would have you believe. Um, so, Yeah. It was this I saw a video the other day of a dude who has a ring and he lives directly next to the border. Five dudes who jumped the border ran into his elderly father's house. Yeah, I mean it's just That's like crazy. Yeah. And so can you the people up in Martha's Vineyard and Martha's they, they picked up Martha's Vineyard because Obama has a home there. I mean they could have picked any they could have picked any uh, Malibu, California. They could have picked any rich coastal area that's known for having wealth in it. And Martha's Vineyard was picked on, obviously. Uh, because Obama has a home there, Oprah has a home there, and it just, it is the, uh, even though regular people go to Martha's Vineyard, I go to Martha's Vineyard a lot, I love Martha's Vineyard, it's a great place, um, and it's, so it's not like, like Nantucket is actually the the elitist island, not Martha's Vineyard, 
but they don't know that because Obama doesn't have a home in Nantucket. So they send all these people there. Why is this a stunt? Yeah, it's literally to show them like this. This is a problem. This is a fraction of it. This is 50. Try the thousands that we deal with every single day. Send them up there. And, you know, you brag about your way of life up there. You brag about how nice it is and and how accommodating you are to illegal immigrants. Here you go. We we're we're we are, we're we're overcrowded down here. Like we need, I can't. We can't take them all in, right? We like these are small towns. We don't have the infrastructure for this. You have a heart for this, so we're going to send them to you. So we're going to send them to Martha's Vineyard. So can you bring up the blog, Deb, um, that we we published uh, today about this? So I infiltrated a a couple Martha's Vineyard Facebook groups, and this is why I went viral on Twitter. Um, so all right, so let's. Go down. All right. So um, go back up. So the click, click, um, where'd the, uh, where'd the first blog I go uh, uh, about this written? Do you have the first blog I, I had about this the other day? Yeah. The one with it's, Dylan. It, Dylan yeah. It's linked. It's linked in here. So just go down. No, okay. it's not about Dylan. For, I don't, uh, not here for that one. So let's uh, bring up the one about the top 10. That's the one I want. Okay, hold on. And then we'll come back to this one. All right. There we go. Okay. So, uh, I am in this Martha's Vineyard Facebook group, and it's rather hilarious. And you can scroll down. And uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, because I noticed that there was a uh, a lot of people in there. This was probably like Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was Thursday. That yeah, were right. arguing with each other over what to do with all these, all 50 of these goddamn migrants. All 50 of them. It's a lot. <laughs> they're actually 10,000 of them. Yeah, they're, they're being invaded. They got 50 people there. And they're like, what the hell do we do with these people? Now, um, this is off season in Martha's Vineyard. So uh, Labor Day is over. And there should be literally, there's over 100,000 beds empty on Martha's Vineyard. There are gigantic mansions all over the place that you could put any of these people. Almost all of them are owned by people who donated money to politicians who created this open border situation that we have here. So why wouldn't you take them in? Well, we all know that. We all know the answer to that because they're racist, because they actually don't want open immigration because they're just like, well, it sounds good. I feel, I feel good about myself by donating to this. I, I care about Brown people. Just don't come anywhere near me. That's all I ask. But I really totally care about you. Nice Brown people down there. I pretend to speak your language. I'm wicked hip. Uh, like me, please. Okay. And so I did this thing on the top, whatever, 11 comments. So let's read some of these comments that we, we, we brought up here from this group. So th- these are some winners. I gotta want to message some of these people too. Okay. But first up, oh uh, yeah. So first up, we had uh, no. You can. Go, where's the? Where's number eleven? She's not number eleven. She's not. She's just up there. Nope. There we go. Okay. All right. So first up is uh, Leah Klein. So Leah Klein says. So we can care for immigrants, and also it's wrong for DeSantis to ship humans here without communication. The vineyard has an acute housing crisis. <laughs> Everyone needs to be working together one step at a time. And it, they keep saying this whole thing. There she is. Oh, God. They all look yeah. the same, don't they? Uh, they? They keep pushing this narrative that there is a housing crisis on Martha's Vineyard. 
clearly there's not. There's nothing but empty homes on Martha's Vineyard. There's an empty home crisis for sure, um, but there's definitely not a housing crisis. And if there is a housing crisis, then what do cities do when they have housing crises? They have to build gigantic, ugly Section 8 housing in places like the Bronx. You build up. And that's a, but they don't want to do that because they don't they don't want to become the Bronx because they know they know that the um, let's just say the the way things look around town is going to change a little bit if, if that happens. All right. Because if you build it, they will come. You got nice oceans there and shit. You got Nancy's. It, it's they're going to come. They're going to want to drink that stuff. They're going to want to come down and enjoy the fruits of your island. And uh, poor Leah there. Leah Klein, although she cares about them, you know, she's mad about the housing crisis. Okay. So then we had number 10. We have Carol Saucier. Carol Saucier says, I can't believe they delivered these poor people to one of the most expensive places to live. That's a great point, Carol. We should just send them to where poor people live. Like, can't they just stay with the poors? Can't we just keep right. sending them to LA or some other shit old American city or Houston or something like that? They'll take care of it. And they, we'll just, just disappear in the crowd and not my problem. This is for rich people. Okay. You're not allowed to come here. My heart goes out to them and to the Islanders that will have to do some serious work here. <laughs> serious. No, this is before they deported their asses. The only good, this is uh, at least they will be treated with kindness on the Island. And of course she has the Ukrainian flag because they're all required to naturally. naturally. Yeah. Next, we have uh, Maria Cheevers. Now, I've uh, found out this woman doesn't, she, she has, uh, she summers at Martha's Vineyard, I guess, but she is apparently as some sort of, um, is a very wealthy person from South Boston. Okay. And where did they I'm going to, I just messaged her right now. Let's see if she answers. But so she goes, This is heartbreaking. How sick is DeSantis to treat people like that? I don't know. Maybe so. But first of all, I would like to point out that the people they've interviewed, uh, these 50 people she's speaking on behalf of, aren't complaining at all. They, they seem to have a good time there. They actually said it's much nicer there. They were literally homeless, living under a goddamn bridge in Texas before DeSantis basically paid for them to come up here. And you guys deal with it. And now their lives are going to be much better. They, they get to go to Martha. They said it was like the nicest place they've ever been. And it is. And they should be able to enjoy that. And so she's like acting like, oh my God, this is so horrible. Like think of what the, the, the self-own in this. They're saying that it's so bad here. I can't believe anyone would ever send someone here. Oh my God, it's just fucking atrocious here. Oh my God. Hashtag, you know, thoughts for Ukraine or whatever. Okay. So, and the irony of this is her, is her Facebook picture there that says, I stand with refugees. You just can't make <laughs> that shit up. All right, next up, we have another, uh, we have Amy somebody Lemieux. named Amy Lemieux. Oh, she seemed like a beaut. So let me see if I can find Amy on Facebook. And these people really shut down their pages after I come through, huh? Wow. Okay, let me see if Amy. So many elderly freaking learned how to like. So while, private. While, while we're doing this, guys, I am literally messaging these people one by one to see if I can get them to come on the show. Let's we'll see if we can get any biters. Okay. Amy Lemieux says, I would absolutely take people in if needed. I have been looking all day for how I can support the efforts on Martha's Vineyard. Not sure if you watch the footage of the people on the vineyard. I agree. Some of those women and children look to be a real threat. There was one four-year-old I think could be a real 
trouble like oh she's being satirical she's, she's so witty just, that's just amy yeah she's witty she's funny she's sassy you never know what she's gonna say next but <laughs> but she's been looking all day for ways that so she just can't find out she just doesn't know yeah she, she doesn't just know what they could do yeah she's she's looking for a way to find out she just doesn't know what that is so yeah okay then next up we have uh who do we have next deb dunn, deb dunn. okay deb dunn says I just came from Eggertown. They are all set with supplies for now, and they keep trying to uh, and the, and trying to keep everyone in the group together until further information is available. So no need for housing anyone today. Community Services is collecting names of folks who want to volunteer, and will be contacting those people tomorrow once they have a chance to f further assess the needs. There is also a fund going to be set up to help some of the Venezuelans to get transport to family members in other states. So like before yeah, they had yeah, even hello, been kicked yeah. out, the first thing they're like, "Do we need to raise some money?" To get she them get the them fuck out, out of there. Yeah. Get them out of here. Like, I'll pay whatever it costs to get these get motherfuckers off the island. You wacky Venezuelans. Get out of here. Quickest so, GoFundMe ever. Yeah. So she's uh, she seems nice. Okay. Next up, we have... Um, we have... Who do we have next? Leslie Finnegan. Leslie Finnegan. So Leslie Finnegan says, These immigrants were meant to be sent to Boston. <laughs> Where social yeah. services have been contacted and we're preparing for their arrival. First of all, that's not true not at, all. at all. It's no. not accurate at all. And secondly, like like Roxbury doesn't have enough problems. Like I thought Boston, yeah. by the way, was like the most racist city in America. Why would they, why would you want them to go to the right. most racist city in America? You guys all these same people who say that insist on that. You're gonna send them to Monica Cannon Grant's neighborhood, like they don't have enough problems there. Right, we're gonna send him to Boston. There's a rock like, because on. they're just like that's what you know what she's thinking. I mean, this is racist. It's like, dude, you might as well just say it, Leslie. That's where the brown people go, right? Brown Boston is for the brown people. They're not for the you know not not Martha's Vineyard. That's not for them. You can ha throw some corn pops at them and, and and tell yourself you're a good person. But yeah, to stay, I don't think so. Okay, next is Deborah Marlin. Oh, I love this comment. Too many Debs. I don't like it. Dead Deb. She goes, Do you need anyone to help in the evenings? <laughs> Where can clothing be given to them? Can we can just we come and nice give them clothes, nice clothes? <laughs> Deborah. I a nice sweater. Like, we, they we need a it? place to stay. They need jobs. They need connections. Why aren't you hooking them up with this stuff? What, no, she's what, just what like winter coat, Aiden. A winter like, coat. I could, I could totally picture her just coming down to that church there in, in Edgartown, and just like coming by with like, oh, I got a bunch of Gucci here. Just fucking just throw it out the window and just run. <laughs> so hit guys. the gas. Get the fuck out of you. Know, throw all the Ralph Lauren's in there. Yes. No. Get the fuck out. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We throw there was four pairs of Uggs in there. They're gonna be great. They're gonna have a great They'll time. Be all we're set like, now. They're ready to go. I'm such a good person. All right. So then next up we have the Obama factor. So this woman Rebecca Bahana says, Here's the thing. DeSantis absolutely can send refugees, they're not refugees, to mass. And we have service set up to help them and ease the stress of our border states. But without notice, he dumped them, not in Boston. <laughs> They all want them in Boston, where support systems are in place. But in Martha's Vineyard, which has no existing services. Well, don't you think that's the problem, Rebecca? Maybe you should get some services. The reason that these people are all attracted to shithole cities like Boston is because they have the services. Right. You know that the reason your island is so nice is because you don't offer services. Yep. Because there is no DTA office on Martha's Vineyard. 
right? There is no immigration office on Martha's Vineyard. There's nothing like that. There's no, nothing. No there's no, you, nothing you, like there's that. no Section 8 housing. Yeah, there's no methadone nope. clinic. You don't have anything like that because you know that when you build it, it you know exactly who will be attracted to that. Yeah. That's why you don't have the services there, and that's why you don't build them. But without notice, he dumped them, not in Boston, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she's really mad about that. Um, and then he goes, and then somebody said, Obama has room. And she goes, I'm sure he does, but that's not the point. No, no, that's actually ex exactly the point. Mar he has this $15 billion home that he built on the ocean, even though climate change is supposed to swallow it up in 12 years. Um, but he bought it anyway, and it just sits there all year. And then once a year for a week, he comes down there with his family and they have a giant party and, and, and they break all the COVID protocols and John Lennon comes down there and he sings a song for them. And they talk about how oppressed they are because, you know, he grew up in a racist country and no, not John Lennon, John legend, John legend, John legend. Yeah. The one with the baby face there, that guy. Um, and so, so she's going to come down there. He's going to play his piano. He's going to be like, Ooh, I'm so oppressed. Ooh, Georgia. The immigrants came and they wanted to stay. But Ron DeSantis sent them and he's so evil. And we sent their ass to Cape Cod. And now they live in a military base. Ooh, save us. Yeah. Okay, John Legend. Relax there, buddy. So anyway, um, Don Nardi was one of the only people on Martha's Vineyard with the brain. Uh, one of the few people. She goes, uh, she says, planes of illegals land here. And, and Celine says, no, planes of human beings, women, and children. Look how they never say men. Used as pawns. Were lied to by Florida Governor DeSantis. Uh, told they would be flown to Boston with jobs and housing. Fixed. Or where are they getting this information that they were told that they were going to Boston? I've not seen that anywhere. No, no. Just, one of them said it, and the rest of them just parroted it. Yeah, they all just got the morning email. Like these are the talking oh, yeah. points we're going with, and yeah. So uh, Don says he doesn't want them, and I don't either. <laughs> I live on Social Security because I'm old. I pay for my phone, the little food I can afford. They won't. It's all free. God bless you, ma'am. Now, Cy San number two. I can't tell if this is really a Democrat. Like, I have a feeling this is just like a Republican control. But I'm going to pretend it is anyway. No, I think it's a serious Democrat. The way they the way they type, it seems like she's like legit. What makes me think it's not a Democrat is the fact that they refer to it as illegal immigration, right? De Democrats yeah. call them undocumented immigrants. So that was like my first sign that this might actually be a Republican pretending. I mean, this is good trolling if it is. Um, but Cy San says. We, who voted Democrat, promised our support for illegal immigration and supported a sanctuary state. Now the illegal immigrants are being transported to us because our states, see, illegal immigrants, uh, because our states, um, because our votes agreed to support them. I can't understand how anyone can formulate a logical argument as to why we shouldn't receive these folks. The border states voted to not support open borders, illegal immigration. So it makes sense that they would transport these folks to an area that welcomes them. What is the argument? Florida is doing the right thing and holding them. Blah, blah, blah. God bless you, man. God bless you, uh, Sysan. If you're a real per if you're a real Democrat, um, you, uh, you, yeah, you, just, you just red-pilled yourself, ma'am or sir. <laughs> So you might as well, you're going to be one of us soon because you can't, you're thinking way too logically to stay on that team. Basically, they're going to kick you out eventually. So we might as well come here now. Okay. And then finally there was Pat Nagy. Pat Nagy, uh, Nagy. Apparently lives, uh -huh. lives in Plymouth. 
and has a couple summer homes there. And she was specifically called out by it. She goes, what else do they need? And Tom D says, they need housing. You have two summer rentals. (laughs) Exactly, Tom D. That is exactly what they need. And God bless you for calling her out. They do need summer homes, right? They do need, not summer, they do need places to stay, right? Like even if it's four, six, nine months, you need, they need to get their lives together. They need a home base. You know, they got literally all these empty rooms. If you're as compassionate as you claim to be, let them in your homes. They don't need your clothing or your Rice Krispies or any of that. They need like real shit that helps them. Okay. And by the way, this woman is just a mean, ugly uh, person. She's your classic liberal. Like everything. If you go through her Twitter feed, it's, she says about um, Kyle Rittenhouse. She says, disgraceful comment. Oh, no, no either Rittenhouse or Tucker, one of these two, she goes, disgraceful comment for someone who should be executed for his actions. And he's talking about Kyle. Yeah. Okay. Whoever, they should be executed. Uh, So real nice lady. You will be gone too then, she says this to Trump, one way or another, maybe because of a 3D printed gun. Okay, so she wants Trump to die. And then she wants Eric Greitens, a a Senate candidate in Missouri, to shoot himself in the face. Um, and yes, yeah, so she's just a mean spirited. She believes survivors, except the ones that accuse, you know, Joe Biden or Ricardo Arroyo of sexual assault. She doesn't believe them, but she believes other survivors who vote Democrats, just to be clear. But she's also going to, you know, fix the environment and global warming and all that shit. So she's a great person. Great person. Okay. So now I guess we can bring up the, uh, the Dylan Fernandez one, actually, because that's got the pictures I wanted to show. Yes. Okay. All right, let's bring up the Dylan Fernandez one. And while you're doing that, I'm going to go and show. Uh, I got some more turtle chats here. Good. Um. So we have one from Michelle. She goes oh, turtle. Uh, cl- sure. Which Michelle is this? Um, I don't know. Okay. Thank you, Michelle, for the dono. Message me afterwards. I thought I got them all out. If or you have me. Any- Did you get turtle cadets out? Because I know he asked me like a while ago if he didn't have it. Thought he did. But uh, sometimes squeaky wheel situation. Okay. We got $5 for NIMBY here. You deserve a bigger audience. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, Glamisoo sends 50. Thank you very much, Glamisoo. It says, screw the Martha's Vineyard's fraudulent go fund me. Thank you very much, uh, Glamisoo. So, again, if you guys would like to donate, you can click on the top link there. You can uh, donate whatever amount of money you want. Write a little message. I will get a notification. I'll bring it up on the big screen, and you can put whatever you want on there. Pat Nagy and I at least agree a capital punishment is a legitimate crime. <laughs> there we go. At least she's got there, that man. going. Okay. So let's talk about this uh, little shit, Dick. Dylan Fernandez. I wrote about this guy. He's the state rep for Nantucket, the six towns of Martha's Vineyard, and Falmouth. I wrote about him in, you can keep going, in 2017 because he... Let's see. Yeah, there he is. He's like, you know, oh, I really care about immigrants. Keep going down. So, the, okay, so there he is right there with the, with the tight pants. And I blogged about Dylan in 2017 because he was elected in, in 2016. And one of the first things he did was vote himself a pay raise, which was wild. And wow. this pissed a lot of people off. And so I, uh, you know, was sent some screenshots of previous Dylan Fernandez things that he said. Wow. Like this one about Indians. Uh, tell Chief Sitting Bear to get off his ass. Oh, that's not nice. So keep in mind, this guy, uh, he interned for Elizabeth Warren. So that can be very offensive Excellent. to her. 
She's right? won 1,024. She might be crying about that. So um, one might e- one might even call it a trail of tears if she was crying. So uh, speaking of trail of tears, that's basically what happened to these poor migrants on Venezuela. That's what we should call it from now on, what, th- what happened to these poor people. They got the trail of tears up to Cape Cod. That's what that was. They wanted to stay on the goddamn island. They got trail of tears. Keep going down with Dylan here. So this is, uh, nice, nice, oh, nice. Jesus Christ, buddy. I mean, I don't even say that. It's like, that's, that's very song. borderline. He's like that, borderline. Uh, there, it's you know? pretty like, it's I mean, pretty that's, like 90, you know what you're getting at here, dude. That's exactly. like for a, a child who's a, a black yeah. person. We get it there. Exactly. And so people are like, well, this is 2010, bitch. I didn't make the rules. They made the rules. We've been over this before. Oh, you yeah. made the cancel culture rules. Our team didn't make them. We just refuse to be unilaterally disarmed. We accept your terms of battle here and we will cancel you as well. He was 19 years old when he wrote that disqualifying, disqualifying. So uh, I digress though. So Dylan Fernandez, keep on going down. Is the youngest state rep in Massachusetts. And he's like all very, now he's the one I wouldn't have even known. No one would have known about these people there. If Dylan Fernandez, Captain Savaho, didn't make a huge thing of this. this guy doesn't even tweet that much, but he was tweeting up a storm. He's like, Massachusetts needs to join states from across the country in allowing undocumented immigrants to drive. Okay, all this shit is about illegal immigration. Keep going down. Yeah, we need to give them driver's licenses, which is insane. Keep going. Keep going. So he stands with the immigrant community. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now he starts documenting his his ferry ride over to Martha's Vineyard, an island that welcomes all, he says. Currently, immigrants are being dropped off on Martha's Vineyard by charter flights from Texas. Many don't know where they are. They say they were told they would be given housing and jobs. Islanders were given no notice, but are coming together as a community to support them. How does he know that they're saying that, by the way? Like, how do you, like, what do you, okay, keep going. That kind of sums it up right there. But um, there's a bot. I mean, there's a nice place to say that could easily fit 50. No problem, Max. No problem. No questions asked. The governor of one of the biggest states in the nation has been spending time hatching a secret plot to round up and ship people. Time out. Just the word round up and ship people, children, families, lying to them about where they're going to gain cheap political points. Hatching up a secret plot to round them up and ship them to this wonderful place. You have a wonderful community, Dylan Fernandez. You should welcome them. Why aren't you welcoming them? Yeah, it's okay. fucking depraved. Ooh, he pulled a Beto there. He said the F word. He's a little edgy. He's really passionate about this. Calm down there, tight pants Seriously. Fernandez. So tight pants goes on to say, Republicans who call themselves Christians. Okay, I. by the way, this shit. Sorry, communists. You're not going to weaponize my values and my faith against me. That will not be happening. This is a new thing that they love to do is be like, well, the Bible says this. You don't give a fuck about the Bible. Shut up. You just stop pretending you give a shit about the Bible about anything like you have ever been to church in your whole goddamn freaking life. You're not going to weaponize my values against me, motherfucker. But it goes on to say Christians have been plotting. Go back up. I can't read it. Republicans who call themselves Christians have been plotting for some time to use human lives as a political pawns, it is evil and humane. Bitch, you use human lives literally every time there is a shooting. Anytime there's anything. Healthcare, you use human lives. Like to push for Obamacare. People are going to die if, if we don't have this. There's literally not a single thing that any of you people do when you push a political point of view 
that doesn't involve human lives. Climate change is a is a equity problem, and we need to. It's a racial justice issue, and we need to ban climate change because it's racist. The sun is racist. We need to stop doing something about that. Okay. Scroll on down. Um, yeah, let's keep going. So there he is. So he met up with the immigrants. Go, I, I didn't see it. I, so uh, he's given, I don't know what this is. People are like, is he giving a gang sign? I think he's holding the camera. And I think that those are two brown for Dylan Fernandez. So th- these are the, this, these, these are the women and children folks. These are the ones that were supposed to be like, oh yeah, those poor people had no shot. These able-bodied men from Venezuela can only come here. They couldn't, for some reason, they couldn't go to, you know, Colombia, freaking Panama, Ecuador, you know, Costa Rica, Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala, Belize, Mexico. Not, they can't possibly, where where they speak their own language. They can't go. Yeah, that's already let go, you know. Literally every single fucking country on earth is so horrible that we are required to let everyone from the world come in here because our country is just fucking awesome. And your country blows monkey dick. And so we have an obligation to let you in our country. That's how, for some reason, these able-bodied men, they can't survive in Venezuela for somehow. Okay. Oh, or they can't just fucking go to Colombia or fucking Peru or Argentina or wherever the fuck. Jesus Christ. Keep going. Uh, our island jumped into action, uh, putting together 50 beds, giving everyone a good meal, providing a play area for the children, making sure people have the health care and support they need. We are a community health care that comes together to support immigrants. And he shows this picture of them, like in a bunch of cots in a church. Yeah, we, we did all that. Oh, that looks fucking wow, great. Dude. We did yeah, so look much. at you. Yeah, you did so much. You took a picture. Good job, buddy. Now, so now let me know. Supermarket and throw it cereal. Yeah, and it's like, and I and I tweeted this back at him. I'm like, that's cute. What are you doing tomorrow? What's the <laughs> what's the long term? Yeah, we got the photo op, but that anyone could do that. What what's your actual plan here? These immigrants were not met with chaos. They were met with compassion. We are a community and nation that is stronger because of immigrants. Mm. Uh, the community coming together with water, food, interpretation, help, and resources to support these families represent the best of America. Okay. Then this morning he was back at it. So the next day he starts tweeting this stuff. This is the community rallying to support immigrants, children, and families. It is the best of America. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Keep going now. Yeah. And so there's the, there they are. Again, look at this picture that he posts Search on Search for the brand name Little Cereals, huh? Yeah. Crisp Rice. He couldn't yeah, even. What the fuck, dude? You they, got like the under generic. They got the Shaw's brand. That's probably the Dollar the Shop Store, brand. bro. You couldn't even get. They don't have a dollar store on Vineyard. Oh, I that would attract. Sorry, sorry. That would attract the wrong crowd. They don't. Totally they don't want that. Thinking. They don't. Want that. So they have uh, crisp rice here. That's great. And it's like so you came. They don't have crisp mm. rice in Venezuela. Go back up. Oh, I want to see a shirt. What are you going, Deb? Shirt. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. So he's he's wearing the shirt there that says notorious RBG. So obviously he got that from someone on the island. I don't think he they sell those in Venezuela. No shit, so right? <laughs> he knows uh, what he knows what is popular 
with the crowd down there. He's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll put this on there. It's going to throw Chris Whatever Price at me. I'm, I'm yeah, eating yeah. it all. I'm eating all that shit. It's not that good, but fuck it. Food is food, motherfucker. You know, it's like, you know, he's thinking like, I, I was promised French toast, bitch. I got this. I heard you guys got nice waffles here and you're giving me this crisp rice. Not even the rice crispy. God damn you. Okay, go, keep going. Uh, so there they are at a meeting. That's great. They're figuring out what the fuck to do next. No one speaks English. Oh, look, we got we got air mattresses. It's the Excellent. fucking Ritz Carlton over here. Quality. Life is good, baby. Keep going. Mm -hmm. He's about his Fruit Loops. Keep going. We've seen this already. Jessica Mason. Yeah, so she this chick's from Chillmark. What did she have to say? Okay, as distinct, you know what? Let's skip this one. Let's just go right to uh, go to the next blog. So let's talk about what happens after this. We get the point. They're all hypocrites. Bring up the next blog about uh, the one today? from today. Yeah, bring that one up. And while you're doing that, let me check the donos here if we got any turtle chats. Okay, we don't. I still love you people. So uh, if or anybody. Or you can cash up at Dollar Sign Uncle Turtle Boy. You're getting cash apps. Let's see. Okay. All right. Let's see here. All right. So, um, this was today's. That's the yeah. top. Oh no! Sorry. Right. Oh, it's good. Go, it's content. Okay. All right. So, all right. So these. So basically. It hap what happened was the most predictable thing ever. These people were told that they would, you know, oh, you'll be embraced here. We're going to take care of you. And what did I say? Within 24 hours, their ass got deported. Okay. Oh, it's not deporting because they're going to another part of the country. Basically, got deported to a military base. Stop it. Remember, I'm old enough to remember three or four years ago when Alexandria Acascio Cortez called these places concentration camps. So I think that's, I think we should stick with her vernacular and call them what they are. They're concentration camps. So these people were sent to a concentration camp with the military where they are being guarded by men with guns in Falmouth. So they were put on boats and told to get the fuck out of there. Play that little video. I mean, okay, I guess that's all there is. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, people are like, watch the migrants. Yeah, watch them. Oh, do play the one where they're hugging them. Play that one. Oh, we love you. Why? Like, you just met them. You're hugging? We're on a hugging basis? Oh, oh make sure you hug me because someone's taping. We all have hugs. Yep. That lady with the hat. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You okay. fucking idiots. Get the hell off my island, you weird ass brown people. Get the fuck out of there. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Now you guys are leaving. 
Yeah, I love it. Now that you're out of here, we're, we're loving life. So thank you. Give me a hug. I'll much. never see your ass again. We're in- yeah, like you, that's what I want to say. You know, they're never going to see them again, right? Like. <laughs> right? You're hugging them goodbye like they're family members. Like, I'll Thanks see you next Christmas. No, bitch, you ain't never going to see them again. Stop it. You know that. <laughs> so I got, check out, I got a couple other videos here. I'm going to bring up on my screen real quick. So here's, I mean, watch this, 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 like, look at this woman's face. I just want you to watch this woman's face. Like, look at her smiling. This is her, the best day of her life. Like, look and at that. just this. As the as it literally like they don't see the irony here. They literally don't see the fact that they are cheering for these brown people leaving their island, being escorted by men with guns to a gym to live in. You're gonna live in a fucking gym or some shit on cots. This girl <laughs> has like, such a yes! warm glow right here. You're not our She's problem right. anymore. You're someone else's problem. Oh, thankful. I love you guys. But just the scent. How do you, how do they not see this? Do they, they, they literally have no self-awareness. No, they don't. They did exactly what Ron DeSantis wanted them to do. They literally made fools like, of themselves. Yeah. It's like, like they had instructions. It's great. They, they proved his point for them. And they uh, are, so he says, migrants leave Martha's Vineyard. So she's all happy. Like, look at that smile. Like, God, we were, I'm such a good person. Yay, brown people. I don't have to do any more virtue signaling this whole year now. Yeah. So we, look at that. Look at that face. Oh, look at that. Oh look my at God, that. let me clasp my hands. Uh, Enjoy. Oh, God. Oh. Mayamo. Oh, I learned a little Spanish. I learned a little bit of Spanish. Teary-eyed farewell hug. Volunteers who had worked around the clock. We have tearful goodbyes. Can you keep us open for me, please, folks? Well, let's run next to it because we miss you so much. You're really running after the goddamn bus. Holy shit. Yeah, like a movie where you're running next to the train. Many of them said they're heading to Florida cities where they awesome. Hopefully Ron can send them right back. Yeah. So that's... I mean, just I can't get over that woman's face, like seeing her there. So, anyway, uh, back to this blog. So, yeah. So, uh, by the way, did you see this NBC headline? Florida Governor DeSantis sending asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard is like, quote, me taking my trash out and just driving it to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there. Oh. That's so. That's where you. So that when you say the silent part out loud, that's literally what oh, they yeah. think. But they weren't supposed to say that. But they you said feel, it. Anyway. That's us there. You feel. Yeah. So anyway, um, you can scroll down. Let's see what AOC has to say. Oh, just whenever you need some retarded, just go to her Twitter. Feed. Blessing. Uh, what a lot of Republican politicians fail to understand is that not everyone shares their zero-sum scarcity mindset. Many of us understand that immigrants and refugees are a blessing. They have so much to offer our country, and much of our growth as a nation is because of them. They're a blessing. How the fuck are they a bless? Like what? So, so that by that logic, we should just take in immigrants nonstop because they're just a blessing. I mean, if, if fifty is a blessing, anyways, so. think of what a million would be. Just like, dude, just keep them. Co- blessings galore. <laughs> Shout out to Massachusetts and the people at Martha's Vineyard for showing the world what the best of America looks like. It's unsurprising that they also send some of the best to Congress, like E. Warren, Ed Markey, Ayanna Presley, Jim, Mc- she gave Jim McGovern a shout out, and 
Catherine Clark and so many more. Notice she didn't put Bill Keating there. Bill no. Keating is the Bill Keating is the congressman who represents Martha's Vineyard. She did he didn't he did not get a shout out, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> but uh, she must because he's not Twitter famous like the other ones are. So and many more. Um, the church that let them stay there um, calls themselves angels now. It's just so absurd these people. But oh anyway, Ted Cruz. I, I put the Ted Cruz tweet in there. He gave me the eyeballs. We also had uh, Dave Rubin tweet me out. Like I said, it made Newsweek, blah, blah, blah. No big deal. Just another day in the life. But let's go to the um, the top 10 there. Or, or the new, not, I don't think this is a top 10 blog. This is like more comments here. So Pat Nagy was back. So Pat Nagy has become, thanks to that tweet thread, like became <laughs> kind of famous, if you will. Like a lot of people Infinite knew she was. More. She became the face of like liberal elitism. Like she's everything. She's like, she's the I'm with her crowd. She's the is menopausal woman who has been waiting her whole life for like Hillary to get a shot. And then she never did. And now she's lost her fucking mind and talking about Russia and insurrection, uh, Ukraine, the vaccine. Like I know all of Pat Nagy's opinions on literally everything without ever talking to her. I don't need to know a goddamn thing about her without no with, and I, cause I already do. I don't need to be told anything about Pat. Nagy. I know everything about her that there is to know. And I could tell you her whole fucking bio, her whole history, all of it. Because they're all the same. And so she goes, she apparently didn't know she was famous because she's a bit of a boomer. Good grief. I do not. Where are they getting this crap? It's your Facebook page, stupid. That's where we're getting it. Uh, you're in that tweet. It's just not true. My own words are not true. So she deactivates her page. And then she reactivated it. And she posted this gem. She posted, wondering how many maggots will jump on this post. It's public. And then a lot did. And she shut down her page again. I think. Is, is her page still down? Can anyone tell me? Let's see if Somebody Pat Nagy. earlier, not long ago, said that she was gone. So Somebody said I was blocked. But then I'm like, I can't. Oh, I see her page. Let me see. Oh, no posts available. She has no public posts available. She's privated everything. And Clarence is blocked. So I'm on my other account. I'm just going to message Hi. Okay. We have coming at you from angles. <laughs> I've sent her a message on there uh, and we will see if she gets back to me. Okay. So um, back to the blog here. Let me see what we got. Anyway. Uh, so she, go, go down, see what, so Islanders talk is another Facebook group uh, that has been discussing this whole situation. And they said, what's this plane flying around the Island, dragging a banner saying Island hypocrites on it. And uh, it, it goes, it's fantastic that people keep wasting money, right? Hourly rates aren't cheap. So show that. You see that plane? Did you see this? This was fucking awesome. <laughs> this shout out to whoever the genius is with this because it really pissed them off. And so there's this, it, the big sign says vineyard hypocrites. It'd be so vineyard cool if it was DeSantis. <laughs> Yeah, might as well be. And so this woman, go down this, let's see, Sandra Malconian, she is from Akina. You can call it Akina if you want. It will always be Gay Head to me when I was a kid. That town was called Gay Head. A lot of people don't know that, but they they changed it in like the 90s because it's called Gay Head. (laughs) Like, 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 come on, come on. It's literally called Gay Head. And so that's the only town, by the way, that they changed it back to the Native American names. Ever since George Floyd died, you can't have Native American names. Nope. But this one, you can't. I think they should change it back to Gay Head. I'm all, I think it's way better. 
I can't like, which name is less insulting? <laughs> yeah, seriously. So this is um, Gay Gayhead is the smallest town on Martha's Vineyard. There are six towns on Martha's Vineyard. It has the smallest population, around 400. Oh, there's me. You can see pictures of me there. I went down to Gayhead. People are like, where'd you get this? I've been to every town in Massachusetts, folks. All 351 of them. I got a picture at every single one. Yeah, that's my my uh, back of my tour to Massachusetts. Play the tape of this plane going around there. Check this out. That's fucking awesome. The whole thing. Anyway, so you get the point there. That thing's just flying around gay head like you read about. So these people are all freaking out about it. And Sandra Melconian makes this long post. A plane flew over our heads in a circling pattern for more than an hour today. Apparently only up island at the gay head lighthouse trailing. Why did he just, he should have gone all the way to the other side. Apparently, these are my photos. Um, and videos which were requested by various news outlets this continued harassment of my village of people in my home on martha's vineyard it is a national disgrace why can't they be nice to us we're just trying to live in our own white community on this island with no brown people and you keep sending brown people stop being mean to us with the brown people Oh my God, we love we love brown people. We do. We just don't want them here. Okay, so that'd be sweet. Um, so she goes. This continued harassment of my village is a disgrace. Why not turn your lying news, especially your lying Tucker Carlson? Oh, Tucker triggers these people. I wish you saw this. And read truth in our local papers. Yeah, just read the mainstream media outlets, folks. Just don't watch Tucker. He's Fake news. First-hand news at Vineyard Gazette or Martha's Vineyard Times. If you believe the hatred and lies in your world of news, you know nothing about our island or our people. Our people? What are you, a fucking tribe? Our people? You're a bunch of white folks. <laughs> That's all you are. You're simple white folks. It's likely you have never even stepped foot on these lands. I have, and I still think you're an asshole. You also have absolutely no understanding of the plight of the asylum-seeking immigrants flown here in a game of pawns by right-wing politicians. They were not illegals, and we did not simply ship them off the island. And literally every every single thing she posted there is is a lie. You did well. Technically, Charlie Baker sh shipped them off the island, but my rebuttal to that argument that I hear is that how many of you offered your homes? Like how many, like if you wanted to, you could have offered your home to them and then they wouldn't need to be shipped off the island. They were shipped off the island because there was no room at the inn. There was nowhere for them to stay. You, and, and you just got them the fuck out of there as quickly as possible. Shame on you. Shame on you. Be better to brown people. Um, so they alerted the FAA when they saw the sign. And they found out that uh, planes like this were required uh, at the, let's see, I, by the way, I just got a cash app here from Amanda. Sends $9.04 904 for love from Florida. A-M-O. Okay. Thank you, Amanda. Appreciate that. Um, so uh, the dormant, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, keep, let's just go down. Let's um, go to her next post there where she goes, one of the many reasons we love Island, we say. Can you see that one? I can't get enough of the story. This story is fucking hilarious. I think this is great. I usually don't make Turtle Boy all political, but this—I mean, this is my backyard. So, like, one of the many reasons when we leave the island, we say we're going to America, and usually the response is "Be careful, 
wealthy politicians using Cuban beings in their game of pawns is a disgrace. I am singing praises to my community of Islanders. They immediately responded in a blink of an eye while we suffer from our own housing crisis. She literally said the word suffer. We're mm-hmm. suffering from a housing crisis. They're well, suffering suffer. down there. Yeah, They're suffering. Like They're suffering, man. And they all came together. And they, they gave him corn pops for a night. Well, Shaw's brand corn pops. They Unless gave him those. Price, okay? yeah, the, they got the price. first price. They got the first price. So they, they've been through enough. And obviously, she's she loves Ukraine. She loves the, the gay mafia. She loves all that stuff. It's great. Everything. Uh, Sasha Wolodika said uh, this. I mean, talk about tone deaf. I, like, this is why this shows that we are living in two different Americas where it's just like one is reality and one is them. Yo, Wes uh, Nagy, is he related to Pat? No, it's spelled differently. So, so, it, yeah. so Sasha says, it's because we made them look bad. She honestly believes this. Like, you made conservatives look bad by giving them Chris Bryce and kicking them the fuck right. off your island to go live in a military base on Cape Cod. You, you believe that. Like, they believe... This is why we can't live in a, a world with them. Like she believes that statement. She believes that they made everybody else look bad. That Martha's Vineyard came. Elizabeth Warren said the same thing. But we and Dylan Fernandez. Oh yeah, we we all came together. We showed Ron DeSantis, who's boss. We got them the fuck out of here. What? Okay. So she um, is obviously a weirdo. Um, she looks like Cruella Deville there. Uh, then we go down to the next one. Allison Hammond says, "Wow." That's awful. The island is being harassed for being kind. No, the island isn't being harassed. It's being called out. All right. Because in, in not for being kind, it's the opposite of kind. I hope this leaves the media soon and allows peace for the asylum seeking migrants to pursue their plans for a better life with some privacy. Like, why can't they have a better life on Martha's Vineyard? Huh? I hope our island showing decency remains. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you really, yeah, you were real decent there. You told me to get the hell out of there. And Karen Boyd says, instead of spending all that money, how about donating it to a good cause? Really? Uh, what would that good cause be Karen? Uh, because Karen's Facebook page literally has, if you scroll down, the cover photo is a sign that's in every liberal's yard that says, we believe black lives matter. No human is illegal. So they just like, get the fuck out of here. Illegal immigrants. Like literally the first chance you were put the to the sign that's gone, that's trash. The first chance that you were put to the test, you failed it immediately. And you were deported to a goddamn military base. And speaking of wasting money, like she also has a thing that says, I stand with Ukraine. We've spent like eighty billion dollars buying weapons from manufacturers to send them to Ukraine for free. That's what we've done for them. And then there was this fraudulent GoFundMe that was started. They raised forty three thousand dollars. And then after they raised that money, they said, oh, yeah, none of it's actually going to the migrants. And it was the GoFundMe ended up getting shut down because these people are all just frauds. They're like, well, can I just throw money at it and then feel better about myself that that I'm good? Right. Ron Minkin had me dying. here. You see Ron's comment. Oh, yeah. Talk about idiots. Next time we will keep them here just to show them. Show this idiot. We are not lowlifes like them. He actually said that. Next time. Next time a plane full of illegal immigrants from Venezuela ends up here, we're going to keep them here. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to keep them here out of spite. Just to show you. 
Well, you could have well, done that this time. We are. <laughs> there was you could have done this this time. And spoiler alert, you're not going to. The next if there is if this happens again, you're not gonna do that. I hope he keeps them coming, baby. Keep them planes coming, Ronnie D. We love it. Massachusetts loves you, Ron DeSantis. God bless you. We want you to be president of the United States. You are a real leader, not like our fake Republican governor up here, Charlie Faker. You are a real leader of good, freedom-loving people, Ron DeSantis. Um, anyway, so this guy, this guy really, Ron Minkin's a nice guy. Uh, he wants people in Sing- he supports Singapore no longer giving health care to the unvaccinated. Uh, he also uh, seemed to enjoy a police officer dying uh, who wasn't vaccinated, but he cares about it. He's a good person. And that's the other thing that's not being talked about here is like, are they, are they jabbed? Like we just, we, when they cross the border illegally, that's just not even a thought, nor right. should it be because it doesn't matter. Like everybody knows it doesn't matter. It's just a thing that we pretend matters for people who actually live here. And for people like Jokovic, the tennis, the best tennis player in the world who wants to play in the U S open and camp because he refuses to get a jab, even though he's the most healthy person on the planet and really has no reason to get it. But yeah, with these other people, don't worry, but who cares? Give no, a shit. Just let them in. Go wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. Uh, a woman from the globe, Britt Bowker, comes to the group and it's like asked to use the photos. Um, and this guy's like, why are you in this group? Do you live here? Do you think this island has already had enough of this shit publicity? Bitch, Damn, they give bro. you nothing but good publicity. Relax. Brisk. Yeah, it's brisk, son. Um, and Sandra says, no, unless I review and approve the story, you can't come in this group. Okay. And so they're all wondering how I, they posted the Ted Cruz thing on there and uh, they're all mad. I want to know is how Turtle Boy got into Martha's Vineyard's Facebook groups. Well, let me explain something to you, Beth. Uh, I'm everywhere. Turtle Boy is everywhere. And, and maybe you're new here. You can't get rid of us. You can kick me out. I have about 50 sock accounts in there. I got people in there. Turtle Boy is everywhere. We used to have a saying around here. I am Turtle Boy. Everyone would just say that's like an I am Spartacus thing. Like, there are turtle riders are everywhere. You can there's no such thing as a private group with turtle riders. They will they will get in your group and they will send me screenshots. Banning me personally isn't going to do a goddamn thing. You I wouldn't even waste your time. I'm still going to get the screenshots every single time. So that cuz I'm in everything. Um I don't know, but this could be bad for everyone. Lol. Karen, another Karen says with the hyphenated last name, probably an alias. So many new trolls. Would be, not be surprised. Yes, you, you figured me out there, yeah, Karen. Uh, I'm using troll accounts. So anyway, uh, that's that. These people are a freaking riot. I love it. I can't get enough of them. And they just, I can't, I hate them. I hate them. I don't want to live it. I, I, I truly, truly hate them. As much as I laugh at them and it's funny, I actually despise them. And yeah. I don't want to live in the same country as them. I don't want them to die. I don't, we don't need a civil war. No, There's no need. Gross. There's no reason for that. It's just we can have a healthy divorce. There's just we can't live. Why do why do we insist on living in the same country as each other? We don't get along. We don't see eye to eye. So why are we like you want to live in the country with open borders? You don't really, but you say you do as long as the borders aren't near you. Um, But the rest of us don't. And why don't we just agree to have two different countries? Why, Why can't we do that? I digress. All right. So that's that. I'm sure we're not done with that. I'm sure there'll be more. But can you bring up that blog? I wanted to touch on this blog because I might have this woman on here. I'm going to send her the link. 
Um, th now, this is an interesting story. I'm going to send her the link right now. All right. 17-minute read. You did such a good job on this blog, though. Thank you. All right, so let me uh, – so this is a blog from uh, – it started – over two years ago, uh, a blog was published about this guy named Albert Sardinia. He's a member of uh, it's like dad joke Portuguese kids comedy group. Uh, and they he was arrested because he broke into a woman's house uh, that he uh, he'd gone on one date with and stole her vibrator or dildo or something. I don't know. Some type of fun toy. And she caught him in the act and uh, he told her to leave. And or he told her he she he was there for closure, despite never being intimate with her uh, or having any sort of serious relationship. So that's odd. So anyway, so we wrote about him and I published the whole arrest report. And I never heard back uh, in all these Portuguese because you know how I feel. They're all family. Uh, don't don't get me started about the Portuguese. No offense to the Portuguese people out there, but you know. You, you people there, you, you guys elect people like Jaisal Correa because if your last name ends in three vowels, they're going to vote for you. And it's it's a literal fucking cult of like the Rigos, like the Portuguese, just saying. And they, they literally think any Portuguese cannot possibly do any wrong. And so go down and you'll see some of the comments from these people who all have name vowel, you know, names with like EIA. They all end with that shit, you know. No way he did this. And there's like, he's like, he's completely, in, I'm not buying it. The successful guy and people are just shitting on him. I ain't nobody. False you. accusations. You know, what are the chances this is a publicity stunt? Yeah, there's a big publicity stunt, right? After only one date, I think she's not being honest here. No way he did this. Too hard to believe. Um, well, it turned out to be completely true. So I actually forgot about this story and I was contacted by the victim on Facebook. She's a turtle rider. Um, Let's see. I will. Okay. All right. So she doesn't want her name to come up. So I'm going to keep. Oh, good. Her name. No, it didn't. She said hello. Yeah. Okay. Is that. I'm just going to make sure that's her. Yeah. Is, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> me, I'm going to ask. Are you. Well, I got contacted by the victim about this. And because I didn't. I didn't know who the victim was. The victim was anonymous, obviously. Yeah. Cause she's a victim of a this kind of a traumatizing crime yeah, and she actually wrote this blog. I mean, I just kind of copied and pasted her words into it and it's quite the read. If you haven't read this already, it's, yeah, one, it's it a, like a 3000 word blog and she describes everything that this asshole did to her and man, it's fucked up what this guy did. So is that, is that you backstage? Um, unnamed victim. I don't, we're not going to say your name. I know her name. I'm definitely not going to say it. Okay, so I'm going to bring her up. She is, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, good evening. Uh, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So thank you for coming on. And uh, what made you decide to reach out to me uh, after this whole thing? So as you know, when this incident first occurred, um, being that he's a wannabe celebrity, there. There what? Do we lose you? I think we lost you. Do we lose her? 
I think so. I can't. Did you mute yourself? The only one. That oh, oh no. Okay, I hear you now. Okay, now we hear you. We we just missed everything that you said. Can you hear us? Oh no. Yes, I can. Can you hear me now? The last thing yeah. we heard was given that he's a wannabe celebrity. Oh man. Okay. Um, I'll make it quick. There were articles okay. everywhere when this happened. Yeah. Everywhere. Um, all the low. They were being shared all over the like the local group pages, town pages. I watched everyone, including people on my own friends list, my own friends comment, you know, she must be lying. This is, she wants five minutes of fame. Uh, she's a gold digger. She's trying to ruin his reputation. All of these horrible things. And of course I was advised to not defend myself, not participate, but I watched it for years. And even once, you know, the initial, um, incident occurred and people were done talking about it, I would still be in social circumstances where you'd hear it discussed. So I sat quietly, um, you know, and going through the aftermath of what this did to my life while everyone thought that it wasn't true. And I, and I had to hear these comments. So, so you heard this from your friends. Oh, like, I heard it from, oh yeah. from and who, had, and who had no idea that you were the victim in this. Absolutely. I mean, of you, course, my closest friends I did, but, you know, acquaintances and people on my own friends list. It, absolutely. I couldn't, you know, I should have got off social media, but you can't, right? You have to watch. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's too, you're too interested in it, um, uh, especially when it involves you personally. And so that, mu that must have been obviously hard to read that and, and to keep your mouth shut and not be able to say anything about this. Was there any point in this when you thought, like, this isn't worth it? No, no. Not. As more time went on, I, I did not think that. I mean, I thought that maybe they were hoping. I thought that since it took forever and COVID came and went, and um, you know, the trial was then scheduled for my due date, which I don't think was ironic. I think that was, uh, I think that was intentional to try. Oh, to because you were pregnant. Oh yes, I have a two-month-old little baby boy. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So I think it. I think defense relied on me dropping it. And okay. I think a lot of people would, but I, but I didn't because. Yeah. Cause so, when, so to. take us through when you went into, so you, you dated this, let's, you put it all on the blog, but let's <laughs> kind of walk through exactly what happened here. So how'd you meet him? First of all, I met him on Facebook. He sent me a friend request and a message. Really? Out of nowhere? Mutual friends. Nowhere. Yeah, we had quite a few mutual friends. I want to say we had okay. like 16 or something. We we had a lot. It wouldn't have surprised me if I had met him. So I asked if I knew him. And you said that, you know, he, when you met him in person, he didn't look much. He kind of catfished you a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind, kind of a lot of it. And that, and like you said, it's not like the looks aren't the end of the world or anything. But I, I mean, I there has to be some type of physical attraction. And uh, you know, you gave him, it's, it sounds like you gave him a chance because you're like, well, he seemed like a nice guy and I'm, and you tried to make it work. Like I'm not attracted to him, but, but maybe I can find a way to be attracted to him. It seemed like you were thinking like that. Absolutely. Honestly, it's, it's so tough to say this in retrospect, but I really thought he was an amazing guy. I mean, the attention was there. The intellectualism was there. The, he was engaged. He was smart. He was nice. He was kind. He was funny. He was really incredible otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I was trying to convince myself that that wasn't as big of an issue as it is. 
Yeah. And so I'm, I'm reading these text messages here that you, you put out. It's like, it's perfectly okay. I don't think it to be rude. I completely understood. After a moment, I actually giggled because it dawned on me how ironic and then funny it felt because you had been so concerned that it might be too late for me to take your phone call. But then you're the one person who passed out mid-call. You literally made me laugh in your sleep. That's hella talented. I'm a professional comedian for over a decade and I've never accomplished that. You did it by your second phone call. I really enjoyed that moment and cherished the fact that you fell asleep with me. I was so cute. You are so cute. So this is he fell asleep on the phone and he listened to you sleep oh these are so cringy to read and that wasn't that 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 didn't like set off like this guy is you know you just thought he's a nice guy it should have it i vaguely remember yeah i i had fallen asleep and he said i was snoring and it was like oh my goodness that's so embarrassing so i think this this response was like trying to like comfort and compensate for like my embarrassment because I, apparently i snored on the phone that's <laughs> fucking weird that he kept listening it's really weird he didn't I have know. anything better to do i'm just, I'm just gonna listen to you sleep and then he, they told you about that like yeah i like listening to you sleep that's just what i just watch you sleep like and that is really like he's obviously a a, a mouthy you talk you can tell this guy talks a lot did he talk a lot oh, in yeah. person? Yes. Like absolutely. He, just, he cannot stop talking. So we kept going. I really cherished the moment. It was so adorable. Just want you to know something. I didn't want to let you go. I laid there in the dark on my couch listening to you sleep. I whispered to you how cute so it was. Eerie. I know. Like you're just sitting there. And he's like. Oh. And he's in the dark. Like no lights on. Just like smiling. Uh, yeah. Just like all dark. <sighs> You know, it's just so it's so disturbing in retrospect. At the time, it it hadn't been, or I hadn't thought of it like that. Or, I mean, I didn't always read every single word in these uh, literal novels of text. Yeah, neither did I. (laughs) Neither did I. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read all these. This is too much. You you never read mine. Well, it's just a lot. It's just like a lot. (laughs) I don't have time, you know. And so he sends you the for the first time you guys actually go on a date. The only time he sends you an itinerary. 7 p.m. dinner, the aviary. 9:30 p.m. Stumpy's axe throwing. 11 o'clock drinks. After hours cocktail. I'll wait for your approval. We can make. I mean, some of these guys are real. I've never done anything like this personally. I'm not that guy. I'm just like, you want to go out? I'm go to the bar. <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not nearly this charming. Listen, um, well, in my defense, that's why I I was I appreciated it so much because most guys are like, you want to go out Saturday, and then they call you at six you know yeah so I, i'm very there. organized i'm very i'm very um obsessive compulsive with details i'm much i'm very much a planner um i don't go with the flow you know so i really i've never met anyone that actually matched that it's it's a tough it's a tough personality to match so i thought that this was wonderful i was like oh my goodness this is so refreshing uh, and you know, until it wasn't wonderful anymore. Yeah, I mean, our, our friend Lauren Laguna here says I'd go on that day exactly, Lauren, and that's why you end up in the Daily Mail because like you have bad instincts. Like, stop! Like this should be a red flag, ladies out there. Anything that's like this, this man is one of two things: a psychopath or a homosexual. Okay, just from reading his messages, I could tell you that just by reading these two things, and neither of them is going to end well for you. Trust me. I'll wait for your approval. You should be doing uh, Tom Mountain voice when you reach it from him. Oh, yes. I, that's true. I'll do Tom Mountain voice from now on when I read these. So it goes on. Um, you talk about how you're trying to, you know, make it work. You, you like you seem like a nice guy. Like you're not used to being treated like this. This is this is rare. Uh, and um, you're like, you know, he, he would run over the then things got really weird when uh, he sends you uh, chapter one from an erotic novel that he wrote. <laughs> 
And he goes, I'm just going to read this in Tom Mountain voice, so excuse me. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't wait for this. <laughs> okay. My senses are forever invaded and yield to the thought of a woman I have known only until now in my fantasies. She is everything, and it leaves me wanting nothing but her. It started in a moment unexpected when you came to me, and we spent the night alone in my house. I imagined enjoying each other's company so much that we lose track of time. Hours flash by in minutes as I gaze at your smile and wonder how gorgeous you've looked all night. Our time has come to an end. You tell me it's late and you need to go. As you get up from my couch and grab your coat, I watch you. You move with grace. I follow you to the door, and we talk about when we'll meet next. As I turn to the door, Door, you stand there glowing in the dim light. I step slowly towards you and pause to take your coat away from your hands and toss it to the couch. I'm not ready for you to leave quite yet. You turn to look at your coat sprawled all across the couch and smile as you say with that naughty hint, hmm, now where are we supposed to sit? I begin to flatter you. I tell you how incredibly beautiful you are. It comes across so naturally. You don't have a made-up look about you. You have a sexy look that radiates from your eyes and your smile. They are both so captivating. You have such a subtle, foxy smile. Meanwhile, your eyes look so naughty. As we talk, you can sense that I'm not shy, and I know what I like. I'm not inhibited by much, and that turns you on. More than you would expect it. Time out. <laughs> Just imagine writing that. It's like, I turn you on. Like, I, this is fucking weird. Oh, God. Okay. Back in. I'm not inhibited. Um, I tell you how much I like it when our growing vibes pushes our desire for each other further and further. You're intrigued by how open and expressive I am. You smile and blush when I tell you that the thoughts I've been having about you drive me wild. I lean in and I whisper in your ear. There wouldn't be any limits with you. You're disappearing and, when you said that. Great. Oh, <laughs> as though it were a secret you weren't supposed to know yet. Your mind starts to race when I tell you that there isn't a spot on your body I wouldn't want to play with and caress. I love uh, teasing every little spot, every crevice. I'd enjoy mapping out every curve of your body with my fingertips, my lips, and my tongue. I don't ever rush. I would much rather run out of time playing with your body than rushing, only to be left with so much of our imaginations still to be discovered. I wouldn't waste our time. Okay, I can't even read this anymore. This is going to take me on that. I could get to There's a lot of guys who are like inverted penis right now for me reading that. So it's good. I just don't get it. Have you, as a guy, ever talked to you like this before? Fuck no, dude. That guy would have been blocked so long. No, thank you. Like, you know, yeah, I can see where it's like cute and like you don't see the red flag. Is that like a well, I'm, I'm, oh, I meant her. Absolutely. I meant her. Oh no, no, no. this oh. this was the gleaming red flag. <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm like, I'll talk. Yeah, yeah that's no, cool. this this was the the red flag. This like, prior to this Jesus. moment, as I described in the blog, I was trying so hard to get over the physical attraction thing. He was otherwise wonderful. This gave me an easy out where I could say, "Listen, I'm totally yeah. uncomfortable." That was so out of line it's not even sexy no and it's, it's not and even it's, like and it's like attempting to be romantic and rather than I, I don't even know it's just over the top it's over the top it's like dude dude this what's is this a jane austen novel like what century are we in here do you, you like call Anne it Rice or something? yeah like, like, what are we Anne doing Rice here no blood sucking like this sounds like like courting in 1846 
Like, what, what the hell is going on here, buddy? Who talks like that? Just what like, is this, what's with the second person? It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Just ask her if you could send a dick pic and get it over with, buddy. What are you doing here, pal? <laughs> like, stop it. No, just kidding. Don't do that. Um, but I said ask. I said ask. You should always ask. But anyway, um, so this guy is uh, – insane i mean when you so when you read this all were you just like like you were like this is my out this is now i have a reason to get rid of this guy because i'm no longer just not attracted to him i also think he's a fucking weirdo yeah it was exactly that it was this was on new year's eve he had spent that morning trying to get me to invite him to my plans like it was very clear i mean he didn't ask but it was very clear like several times him asking what i'm doing several times him telling me he's not doing anything um so this came that night and i said listen that was too much i'm uncomfortable like but i'll talk to you tomorrow because then the texts keep coming in and i'm like i'm not i wasn't dealing with that that night hmm. i was actually yeah. a friend read this out loud to me because i had done hair and makeup for several of my friends that day and i was rushing to get myself ready so as i was i see that you know some essay comes in the phone like it always does or a novel rather and i said can you read this and when she was reading it i just like i could not i could not believe it i knew she wasn't necessarily skillful enough to have made this up and read it and yet she was reading it and i was like there's just no fucking way Right. I'm you like, type, I'm like, paste some of that into Google. Like he made, like he plagiarized this. Like this isn't real. She's right. Like, like it's yeah. about you. <laughs> like it's just so detailed. Like, you know, the, the way the light glimmers on you, like the, like who would ever there's, and by the way, you know what I was reading this, I was thinking when I was writing this too, I'm like, there's no way you're the first he's done. Like, this is how he handles one. Like you don't just do this once out of nowhere. Like he's probably every relationship he's probably ever had has been something like this. Like there's a reason he's single, obviously. And, and have you have you have any women reached out to you with similar stories about him? Yes, several Ooh. have reached out to me. I mean, no one caught him in their house, and he didn't steal from anyone's nightstand. Uh, but the text messages and the the creepiness and the overbearing and over eagerness, those are all things the other woman spoke to me about. Really? Okay. Yeah. And, and so. I just don't get it with these guys. I mean, I, there are, there are things like the things that you're saying there about like, you know, you, you're not used to this. Like the nice, the guys that want to prove that they're the nice guys, like they have this, this is what they all end up being like, like just be very weary of any guy who's just like, I'm, I'm the nice guy. I'm not like the other guys. Like you're probably a big freaking weirdo. Like that's almost always what that means. But so you told them you were uncomfortable. You tried to kind of end it and uh, you, you did end it in what January. Early yeah. January? Okay. Between, I mean, I only knew him a month total. So we you went on one date. Did you guys even like kiss or anything like that? I know it's TMI, but did, I mean, did you hold hands? No. <laughs> I, I, no. I'm, we might have held hands. I don't recall. Uh, there was a kiss goodnight, and that was it. There oh. was no, there was no anything else. It was yeah. a fairly platonic, gentleman-like kiss, if you will, and that was it. <laughs> Uh, how old is he? Do you know? He's older than you, right? Like he's, he's sixteen he's a... years older than me. That would make him about forty six or forty seven. Okay, and he obviously is uh, <laughs> again just like the way he looks too. It's he like, is. oh, this poor guy. Not, nah, I don't even feel bad for him because he deserves this. But anyway, so you end things with him, and he kind of doesn't take it initially. Like he thinks he has a right to like 
a formal sit down to break up, even though you went on one date, basically. I think I already like over fulfilled one's obligation, if you will. I literally said after blowing off like the second date that we we never had, after blowing it off like three or four times with the world's lamest excuses and not being receptive and starting to feel real guilty because at this point I was clearly letting his hopes keep getting up and wasting his time. At this point, I said, listen, I need to call you tonight. And I called him and I ended it. I was super vulnerable. I said, listen, I, I've been ghosted. And it's not cool, but you can yeah. probably tell that I haven't been super responsive. I don't want to do that to you. I want to give you the respect that I would want. Not that this makes it any better or makes you feel any better, but at least I'm telling you. You know, it was a bunch of, it's not you, it's me. I didn't say, dude, I'm not attracted to you, but I did say that I'm too busy. Law school is demanding. My job is demanding. My son's schedule, being a single mother. Um, I, you know, I said the texts are overwhelming and I don't have time for it, but it was, it was a lot of that. And he just like, wouldn't. He was just like, we're soulmates kind of like, no matter what you said, do we lose her? I think we lost her again. She's there. I think the mic cut out. Yeah. Maybe she says weird reception. Oh. Can you hear me? Okay, now we can hear you. Now, now, you, now we can hear you. I'm so sorry. That's how that, that keeps happening. Um, I'm not sure the last thing you heard me say. So something about like the the long text messages and uh, yeah, like you just didn't have time to it read it. Too and, and, yeah, it was too much. It was too much. I was like, and, this is too much. You deserve someone else that can match your level of everything. And he just wouldn't let, he wouldn't take those reasons. He was, you know, he said, I'm the most amazing person. He's never felt such a connection. He'll be patient. He'll accommodate my schedule, whatever he can do to make this work. He'll he hate himself forever if he gives this up. And I was like, dude, maybe I'll kick myself later for giving it up too. But like, it's given up. Okay. Like this conversation should have probably taken 10 minutes. It's been about an hour. I don't have anything else to say, um, except like, I'm sorry. And I wish you luck and take care. Mm -hmm. But in, I'm tell, let me tell you what's going on in his mind, just from a guy. This is not how all guys think, but I could tell what he's thinking. When you said that, he's thinking in my mind, oh, well, you know, she just, she doesn't mean that. You know, she, she doesn't, she just is, you know, fighting. Like she got the wrong side of me. I'm going to show her the good side next. Because, and like I told you, I'm like, I blame Disney movies. I blame all these movies. There are so many movies out there about people about guys like the protagonist is like the one you're rooting for is the guy who gets rejected by the girl the girl doesn't want it but he's actually a really nice guy like if, you, if you've ever seen the movie can't hardly wait the guy who wants jennifer love hewitt in that movie is uh you know he's the nice guy whatever but you know you're kind of a fucking weirdo like you didn't talk to her throughout high school once and you wrote her this weird fucking note and it's like weird she should just date the weird she should just date the asshole jock she'd be probably happier with him because at least he can talk to her and i like if you ever watched family matters this was the analogy i use steve urkel on that show he gets rejected by laura winslow every single episode and he just keeps asking her out that's called sexual harassment in the in the real world and you know he, he gets mad when she dates other guys who are you know not as obsessive over her and this guy is literally Steve freaking Urkel, the way he courts women. And there's just this idea that, well, I'm the nice guy. So she'll eventually see the light and be with me. She just hasn't seen the light there. So that's probably what was going through his mind when you told him that. It was just like, oh, she'll be. She just hasn't seen the light yet. I just got to show her the light. Yeah, I don't. And 
I guess that was, I guess that was the plan trying to be a hopeless romantic. I don't. So don't, yeah, don't, don't, I guess the lesson here is don't be afraid to be a dick. Don't be afraid to just tell it. Don't spread your feelings. If you feel uncomfortable, right. Like you gave him a chance to walk away and if he doesn't take it, don't be, don't be afraid to be a cunt, you know, like just because that's some guys need to hear that. Some guys need to just be like, well, fuck her then. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like, like this guy make, just thinks he can get you no matter what. Well, I'll somehow make her see. And you have to be like, no, dude, like, fuck you. Yeah. 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 Right. It but been, you don't want to be hated, right? It would have been a lot. E- well, I listen, I led the guy on. Okay, there's no way around it. It certainly doesn't justify anything that happened. But it helps to explain that. why I let it happen for as long as it did. Mm. I entirely let him on. I talked to him longer than I, you know, after I knew I wasn't interested and after I knew there was no potential. And it was, you know, initially because I liked the attention and I was vulnerable. And then after it was because I was guilty because I'd let it go on and he was nice and I planned to let him down easy. Um, So, I mean, I felt it was, it was a tough situation and I could tell that his feelings were fragile and I felt like I participated in that. I created that you know, actively for weeks. Nah, don't blame yourself. You didn't do anything wrong. You just, you were, t- you, you talked to a guy for a few weeks there. You went on one date and that's it. And and he did most of the talking, quite frankly, like, you know, like how there are two parts, like, this is insane. How I feel <laughs> the, the, how I feel is part one. We met and connected and felt very comfortable. You felt so right to me. And you you expressed the same feeling back. We talked and had a great time about getting to know each other, which also seems like it felt really right. We shared stuff and opened up and laughed and had a good time. You made me feel like a really good person because I liked being so to you. I looked forward to our convos and smiled as much as you said I made you smile. By the way, just reading this paragraph right here, like, is just so narcissistic. Like, everything is I is yeah. about him. Like, everything in here is about him. None of this is about you, about what a good person you are or anything like this. You made me feel like I was a really good person, right? I liked being so to you. I looked forward to our conversations. You said that I made you smile. See, I'm, I'm such a good fucking guy. No guy has ever made you smile before. I'm a fucking catch, you know? So with that, it, it's just like, dude, no one's going to fucking read this. This is like any sane woman gets part fucking two in paragraph form. And it's like, yeah, now I want to be, he even mentioned your freaking kid in there. Which is insane. Insane yeah. that he mentioned your... How did that feel when he mentioned your goddamn child? Oh, it was totally inappropriate. Totally Completely. inappropriate. Completely. And this was, this was, as you said, part two. There was a part one. Or I'm not sure which part was. Which oh, yeah. Was. Sorry. I thought it was on the screen. I thought I had that on there. Yeah. It's, yeah. Part one. There is, was... here's, part, here's part one is how I feel. And part two is what I think. <laughs> and I mean, that one's just filled with allegations. Like, you know, there must be someone else. Perhaps it's one oh, of the right. Part two. It was just like crazy. I just, like, I'd already ended it. And now I'm getting this. I, I, I'm, I'm not inclined to respond to this. This is, I mean, I, my, at that point I was like, listen, there's no one else. Everything I said on the phone, like remains like, take care. Like, this is just absolutely insane. Yeah, he goes, please be honest with me. Don't hold back on saying something because I you have been honest because it might spare me from getting hurt. Um, what? I just want to know where I really stand in all this. Was I like, because in his mind, the only way you couldn't want him, why wouldn't you want him? The only way you couldn't want him is because you have someone else. And like, obviously, you'd, you wouldn't prefer being single 
to, to being with him. Obviously, <laughs> he's such a freaking catch. That's what he's basically saying here. Was I really perfect for you? Because I felt it. I. Did you really want me to be a part of your life and happiness in 2020? Was my being too much, too fast, and easy and obvious enough justification for you to say you can't handle moving forward? Dude, she doesn't owe you fucking anything. I think you honestly did. I, I think you honestly did like me. What? Uh, connected so much with me, appreciated so much of what we shared in common and our undeniable compatibility. And yeah, it, towards the end there, he's like, you know, I think you found someone else. The only thing I can think that seems to fit is that you need to choose between two people. It was a really hard decision, but it is what it is. Okay. So you, so basically he does all this and then he reaches out to you on uh, the day before he ends up in your apartment and he wants to, uh, uh, you unfriended him on social media, made it clear you weren't responding to him. Okay. And so he sends you this whole text message about how can we meet to talk one day? He wants, so he wants to talk in person. He thinks he deserves a sit down breakup. Like you, like after one date, though, yeah. I met this man in person once. And I said that I met you in person once. The second time we meet isn't going to be to end it. I ended it on the phone. I entertained all of these messages so long that they come in as attachments. I responded to them like I'm, I'm done here. I'm done. Yeah. You don't owe him shit. You're busy. You're going to law school. You have a kid. Like, I don't have time for this, dude. Like, I, I, I get it. You do for some reason. We, we all can't be Portuguese stand-up comedians or whatever. And by the way, you're not very funny. I've watched some of their acts. I don't I don't know when the funny part starts. Have you watched their comedy? Yeah, um, I did. I, I can tell that they're, like, funny guys, but I don't understand the Portuguese cultural references. So I don't. I mean, I, I think, think I, I get it. They're just it. mocking, like, so all Portuguese men are, like, grumpy old guys from the island. Like, that, that's the joke. Every fucking thing involved. Oh, yeah, that's that's the old Portuguese guy. He's he's old school. That's funny. Like, what? what? I, I played that one video where he's, like, p touching something in a box. And I'm like, when does the funny part start? I, I don't get this. But anyway, he, he wants to break up in person, and you're just like, no. And then he... Uh, what was this one here that I have on the screen? This is, seems to be some sort of what is this Snapchat? So he reached out to you on Snapchat, which he yeah. never did he before. My work. Oh, okay. So he shows up. Why at, he was there? Like, which was bullshit. Yeah. So he yeah. showed up at your work in the parking lot, and you were like, "What the fuck?" And he goes, "I just went it's home from the, the office street. for lunch. <laughs> Coming up the street, I'm sure I saw you on a phone call and think you looked my way. Didn't want to seem rude or." odd by not acknowledging you but don't want to bother or intrude on your private he's such a good guy he didn't want to intrude on your privacy he's just stalking you but he totally yeah, didn't yeah. want to intrude on your you, privacy you would have to understand um i don't work at that office anymore but you would have to understand that office's parking situation to know how absolutely crazy this is it is a one way it's, it, it's at the intersection of another one way. It's impossible to turn around there. He lives less than a mile away. So he's very familiar with this area in Fall River. And it's a private lot that fits, I think, seven cars, all of which were occupied by myself and my coworkers at the law office that I worked on. So the wow. fact that he was there in the lot like to this day, had I not stood up, because as I explained in my article, yeah, I had 
I had quit smoking cigarettes. And of course, when you do that, everyone praises you like crazy. Um, And then I had (laughs) quit quitting. So it was January and I was literally on the ground. Like I was squatting next to my passenger side tire smoking. And if any of my coworkers had come out, um, I just would have planned to toss the butt. And I don't just, you know, I didn't want to be seen. So when I saw a car pull up and heard it like immediately behind mine, I stood up. I was kind of freaked out. I was ready to throw the cigarette, you know, and it was him. And I was on the phone and he looked at me and pulled out. But it was just crazy because you like, what was he going to do there if I hadn't yeah, stood up? Why were you there? Why yeah, was he there? That, that, that's weird. And, and then and then after that, he showed up at uh, your law school where you're going yes. to school. And, and, you, and you didn't see him in there. Somebody else saw him. And then oh, they I alerted. didn't believe it. I had told yeah. one of my good friends um, this parking lot story and the text story and the, you know, she'd read chapter one and she was aware. So when she went, she, it was in the middle of class. We were part-time students, um, small class. Like you don't leave while the professor's teaching. She runs out of class. So you can see like our text, you know, I said, what's going on? She said, oh, my God, the Portuguese kid was in the hallway. And I said, like, LMAO, like, no fucking way. Like, no, he wasn't. So she's like, I'll talk to you after class. Yes, he was. So after class, she tells me that she saw him. She followed him. He then pretended to be on the phone and started to read out loud something like that was on a notice on the wall. But even then, she's like, Aaron, I've seen that group. I know him. I know, you know, one of the other comedy group's wives. It was him and i'm like no it wasn't you're all like wrapped up in this whole story like you're starting to freak me out he could not have got past security there's no reason to be in this tiny little law school with two classrooms going on at 8 p.m it's literally impossible and i don't want to hear another word of this and i mean we were like we were arguing a little because i just was telling her to shut up and she was insisting and and then you pulled the survey the are the police pulled the surveillance and there he is yeah, and this we didn't even until until I caught him in my apartment. I hadn't crossed yeah. my mind again, and then wow. I went, "Oh shit!" Yeah, so, you're like, yeah, because now it's a pattern. Now he has shown up at your work, uh, which is in the middle of nowhere, and then he shows up at your law school. You're like, "That's impossible to believe." This did he just go right by security? Yeah, apparently. I mean, this is UMass Law. I uh, like there's. It's a very tiny, tiny school. It's not even part of the main campus. It's on Fonts Corner Road. At 8.30 p.m., there are two classes going on. So I just think it's so crazy that this guy can just walk in and be walking around the second floor. But they have since uh, created further security measures. Yeah, good. I mean, this guy should not just be walking around the school. That's crazy. So then uh, this on January 22nd or January 21st, uh, whatever you message, he messages you for the last time, this insane freaking long message again. And then there's no response for you. And then January 22nd at 12.01 p.m., he goes, I had wanted to give you a note. Now, this is after the incident. So at 10.30 a.m., uh, you left work because you were sick. You go home and you sat in your driveway with the full heat on in the car for 15 minutes. And then you went to the house. Uh, it's a three family unit. And you walked slowly up the stairs. When you got to your door, he is inside the apartment. Walker, what were you feeling when you walk into your apartment and you see this man? Did you know it was him at first? No, honestly, it took me a minute. 
I had I had got home from work. I had a temperature, so I was like with my winter coat, blasting the heat, sitting in my car for a while, practically sleeping. And my plan was to go inside and get a few more hours of sleep before I had to get my son from daycare. So I like I I walk up. I have you know all my bags from the day, like dragging. I'm sick. I'm miserable. And it, it took me a minute. And then I kind of just looked at him, and he immediately, like right after that, said, "I know I shouldn't be here." He said, I know I shouldn't be here. First words. And so then then you guys go out of the apartment, right? And this looks like it's taking place in some type of foyer. Yeah, this is... I never went got into the apartment. I was on the stairs and he was in the apartment, which makes him inside my kitchen because that's where it opens to. And this is at the bottom of the stairs that lead to my kitchen. Okay. Uh, this is in front of my neighbor's door. Let me play the tape here. He turned up. I want to respect where you're coming from. No, you don't. You're not respecting anything. But in his mind, he is showing. Like I respect you, and I'm just in your house. And what don't he worry, was really everyone does this. Yeah, and what he's really doing there. You didn't know at first, and then you realized something was missing. Yeah, and it's embarrassing, and and that really sucks that you had to like talk about that because that's nobody's fucking business, and that's it sucks. You know, like who, I mean, a lot of people. It's like you're not the only one. Believe me, it's like it's all good, but you shouldn't have to like talk about that. And he stole that. That's the he didn't steal money. He didn't steal nothing else. Just that. That is fucking weird. That is how yeah. how weird. Does that, does that make you feel violated? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I know that everyone's so nice and they say everyone has one. You know, the courts have seen worse. People have seen worse. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. But if you knew me like this, that is more embarrassing than anything else in the world. I just, Well, time I out. Just, There's some videos of me out there that I promised you are a little <laughs> bit more embarrassing. But go ahead. Don't Google them. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. I, I, know, was, I know the feeling. You know, I used to attend different hearings and uh, court events and uh, bar association luncheons and charity events with my former boss and my colleagues. And I was really, and still am, trying to make a name for myself in this county, in specifically the Fall River District Court. And I just couldn't fathom. Like, even immediately after when I called my boss, you know, because he's an attorney, so I speak with him. When I called him and I, and I had to tell him this, I just I just dreaded the, talking to the cops was embarrassing about it. I just dreaded having to go to court where people already think, you know, that I only had the job I had because I must have been sleeping with someone. There's no way a young woman like me would have that position. I already felt like there was a lack of respect there by many, especially many of the older men. And I just couldn't believe that I was going to have to be involved with an incident with something so juicy, if you will, for lack of a better word, that people like mm -hmm. to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, if he had stole my TV, no one would care. He stole this, yeah. and I tried to get it not reported. He stole people are like just to be clear. He stole a sex toy, ladies and gentlemen. He stole a sex toy, which is fucking weird. Like, what is he gonna do with that? That's the craziest part. And is you know what like, it is? It's like, is he maybe he took it thinking that she'd be too embarrassed to like say anything? And you know, no, I think he just was hoping she wouldn't catch him in the act, 
and that he was like he was gonna do some weird shit with that. He's gonna trust me. He was gonna do some weird fucking I shit with that. Caught him like just in time. She said he had bags with camera like what like wires and stuff in it. Like he probably was gonna like try to. No, he's way too much of a pussy. Oh yeah, you're right about that. He definitely yeah. were you like you swept the house right to make sure there was no bugs in it. Yeah, after the police did, I had it done privately as well. I yeah. am to this day convinced. I mean, I don't know this, right? But I don't, to go into my house and to steal what he stole doesn't require multiple bags and right. doesn't require wires. wires. He parked quite a distance away. He chose to carry those bags. He needed those bags for something that he was doing. Okay, and so, I don't know what that was, but I wouldn't be surprised if it weren't his first time there. I wouldn't be surprised if something was previously there that he was retrieving. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was attempting to put, I, I have no idea. How did he get in? Do you have a key? I mean, how did he get in? No, he picked, the, he did like the lock. The police showed me literally in front oh, of me. Oh, it was, oh, it was, a, oh, it was a handle lock. It was a hand, yeah. Yeah, uh, those, you yeah, have those are easy. Those, yeah, you I know need a dead I, ball. Yeah, I oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to break into my dorm room with my credit card. Oh, yeah, yeah, me it's, too. <laughs> it's extremely easy. It's very, very easy. Um, wow. And so he did that, and like that, like are you traumatized from this? I would be. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's hard. I don't want. I, I there are just women that are so much further victimized, right? So I don't want to be poor me. But yeah, no, but it's, it's not a contest. It's not a contest. I, You're a victim too. I was paying out the ass for a literal attic in Freetown because it's a good school district. I didn't want to uproot my son for the sixth time in my life because of my struggles. So I'm in the fucking sticks of this farm town, you know, overpaying to be there and not even there is safe. I don't have family to rely on. I was like, where the hell are we going to go? Like, what are we going to do? For months, I wouldn't take the trash out, do laundry in the basement, do anything without calling someone and being on the phone. I was, I was very afraid, and honestly, I still am. The cameras I had installed, the pepper spray, all of the precautions I've taken, I think I will always live that way. And it's sad, but yeah, I was, I was very scared for a very long time and still occasionally get that way. And honestly, he, the anxiety uh, of testifying to all of this. I talked to this man 24-7 for weeks. I told him... Did he, did he apologize at, at, at the trial? No. Nothing. And so they actually took this to trial. He was found guilty by a judge or a jury? A jury. And uh, did, it, did it take a long time to deliberate? How long did the trial last? The trial lasted two days. Jury deliberation was about an hour and a half. Oh, that's it? Wow. They're like, this motherfucker is guilty. What was even, their de what was even his defense? He, so, okay. This isn't in my words because all of us witnesses were sequestered. So I actually couldn't hear any anyone else testify, including him. But this is what I've got from other people that did hear. Apparently, he said that he went to my house and intentionally didn't park in my driveway so that if I were to come home, he could catch me. He said that he never went inside of the apartment, but instead he sat on my stairs for approximately an hour while he was handwriting a note that he intended to leave. And then when he heard my car pull in, he started to pack his stuff up and then he ran into me on his way out. And he came there when he knew you were working, coincidentally. 
So he's there to leave a note? Like, that is freaking insane. That's not even remotely believable. You're going to need a better defense than that. Well, none of it adds up. He parked down the road. You know, he parked down the road. He knows I work a nine-to-five. I work right near him. We've already established he's very well Why do you think he parked down the road? Why do you think he parked down the road? So he wouldn't be seen? Because he was breaking into someone's house. But he still had to go into the house. Other people, residents of the building, could have seen him. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. The only only one person could have seen him because everyone had like separate entrances that only led, you know, first floor has their own, second floor and, and third, which was me shared. So I really he could have only been run into by one woman um who did hear him and did testify at trial about it. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. None of these explanations make sense. You know, it wasn't until your blog article that someone called out in the comments that he was wearing gloves. I yeah, I noticed. Oh, you didn't notice that? I saw that when I watched the video. I'm like, the fact that he was wearing gloves too nope. was fucking freaky. I didn't like he, even. There were so many things that until court, until the prosecutor put it all together after reading it all and seeing it all, until she put it all together and told this story, I really hadn't even put it all together myself because I was a I was a participant in it. You know, it was the hardest part of that trial wasn't even his lawyer tearing me apart. It was the prosecutor's closing statement because it was such a powerful illustration of all of this and how it happened in a way that I hadn't even realized. Really? Okay. That's good. So you had it. So the ADA did a good job. Oh, she was incredible. That's awesome. That's awesome. This is in, this is Bristol County, right? Yes. So this took place in the Fall River. Okay. Wow. So that's uh, that's horrifying, and I'm sorry that you should have to live like this. Do you feel better? Not... He's in jail right now, right? For I like think he's already of... out. I think he was sentenced 30 days on August 19th. Well, I'll tell you one thing about this guy um, that I could tell just by reading his things. Like, he's not going to be back because he's a pussy. Like, people like him are not they're not hard enough for jail like he he was not jail was not in his plans like some people are built for jail like this guy fears going back to jail he ain't going back to jail i don't think you'll ever see him again do you have a lifetime restraining order on him no but after this conviction they told me i'll never have trouble renewing it annually right just yeah renew that shit every year he is too much of a pussy to want to go back to jail he's not about that life trust me uh he just i'm sure so if you're worried about him, I get it, but I would not be worried about him. I think that this restraining order and the, the conviction are going to protect you forever because he's too sc- – some guys I would definitely be worried about. He's not one of them. He's a, he's a pussy. He, he didn't think he was going to get caught, and he got caught in the act. And, like, I can just hear from his tone of his voice, like, he's a, he's a kid. I mean, he's a bitch. Like, he's, he's not about that life. So I, I wouldn't be worried about him if that makes a difference. Well, I it does. And what also makes a difference for other women is you. At the time, all of the stories in 2020 when this happened, all of the stories um, were just brief. You know, he was charged with this. There were no details. No one believed it. And then your initial story provided more details. And even so, you know, there was no evidence yet. It's not like I could message it to you while trial was pending. So a lot of people didn't believe it. But now there's a story out there that shows that this is true, without a doubt. The evidence is all there. Any woman that were ever considering going out with him that Googled his name would find this near the top of result, the results, and thus you made him less likely to be able to victimize anyone else.
So that in and of itself is a win. And I told myself that even if he hadn't found guilty, like I'd find a way to tell the story, you know, not for my own defense, right? Because everyone wanted to call me a liar for years and also for other women. So that was accomplished. And I appreciate that very much. And that is the silver lining for sure. Making me blush. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, and I'm glad to help because uh, when I saw that, I'm just like the overwhelming support that this guy got, like unanimous, like she must be lying. It's like, dude, she got pictures like and I didn't even have all the shit you said, the, the stuff with law school, like all that. Like I didn't even have all that. I just had the, the police report, which was damning in and of itself. And the fact that he's in your freaking apartment, which is just so violating and so creepy. Um, but yeah, happy to help. And hopefully this guy, uh, this will make it harder for him because I can't believe this guy has not, he's 46 and he, he, this hasn't happened with another woman. He must do this. This, how is this his first time doing this? He must, I bet she's done this before and just never got caught. That's my guess. Yeah. It's, it's pretty deep to just have done one. So there's, there's definitely some underlying issues there. Well, we got your back. So if you need anything moving forward, let me know. Did you, um, were you a turtle writer before that blog came out? Like, had you read Turtle Boy before? I had read an article here or there. I think you actually featured uh, someone I worked with once and they were pissed. So it was, it was you know, circulated. <laughs> yeah, um, they're usually not no. happy. That's usually how it goes. No, I hadn't, uh, you know, like followed, subscribed, and, and watched closely, but I have since. Yeah, well, I'm happy to help. So anyway, uh, thank you for coming on and uh, have a good night. And if you need it, then we'll always be, all right? Thank you so much for giving me the platform for this. You're very well. Thank you for sharing, dude. Like, when we're really sorry you had to go through that. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. Doing very, very well now. All right. Awesome well, keep well, keep up the good work and congratulations on the baby. Thanks. All bye, right. guys. Bye. Thank you for coming on. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was awesome. Um, that was really good. Yeah, she was great. She was great. Uh, and, and Seven, so um, Seven says, please give 0% of the, this donation of those who do not try every damn day to earn a living. I fired a Spanish guy today because he was lazy. No, I have a job to do. Same as you. Turtle X. I agree with that last word. Turtle riders are awesome. And just to be clear, Seven, I saw Seven in the comments being like, this guy is exactly who to fear. He was exactly the guy to fear. She doesn't have to work. I guarantee this guy is no, a pussy. Yeah, he won't, he won't. He is a pussy. This guy is not going back to jail. Like this guy thought he would never get caught. You saw him when he got caught in the act. If he wanted to, like, you know, if he was really about that, like, if he would have tried to hurt her or some shit, you know? Right. Like, he's a fucking pussy. You read those messages. That guy is not going to fucking hurt you. He's a fucking creep. He's going to fucking violate your privacy. He's going to make yeah, you he's feel. Like, he's like an underwear sniffer or some shit. Right. He's a fucking weirdo. He's yeah. a fucking weirdo. But he, he's a, shoes. he has no intention of going to jail. And he's not, like, I know pussies when I see one. That guy's a fucking pussy. Stop it. Um. So yeah, uh, so they, thank you, Seven. I appreciate that, Dono. That's what I meant by that. Like, have a cash too. Oh, do I? I'll check one moment. Karen says, "Why uh, since twenty five says, why don't you get yourself a new fresh boxes of Rice Krispies <laughs> and an N ninety five to sleep in the asbestos house on Joint Base Cape Cod as long as you stay off my island." God bless you, Karen. God bless you. Uh, Kate sends five dollars. Uh, oh, this is. Oh, I think this is our friend Kate Peter. Uh, from uh, oh, yeah. Massel Report, whatever. She's the, the one with the, speaking of creeps, uh, she actually has a restraining order out against her and she's facing a criminal charge by the Boston Police Department for violating said restraint. Now, she's, a, now, Kate Peters, she's the kind of person 
who would violate a restraining order. You should worry if you have one against her because she will violate it because, you know, she's being charged with that. She literally took 24 hours to do that. So she says, Kate sends $5 and says, what's up, trolls? Isn't my Soviet Union flag so edgy and amazeballs? Tune into my channel for brand new content on Chile and occasionally watch Chief Black Lung Brett suck down lung darts. Manda has shoulders like a man. Oh, leave poor Manda alone. Leave poor Manda alone. She's uh, she's an abused woman. She can't help it. You know, she's uh, she puts up with a lot for Brett. You know, life is not easy for her. So give her, give her, leave Amanda alone. Say what you want about Kate and Brett, but leave Amanda alone there, Kate Peter. Yeah, so Kate, uh, thank you for the donos there. You said a cash app? Um, I saw the one, I saw the one from Amanda MO. Yeah, that's the one I got. So, okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, does it, did I, uh, Kate Peter will be going. I, I don't know if she's going to jail, but we'll see what happens. That'd be wonderful. But I, I, it's been, I was nice to have a Kate Peter free weekend. Just not, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, don't get into it, damn it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. She's, like, it's never been about me. Her obsession is with Chili De Castro, which doesn't involve me as much as she would like it to. Um, I just, you know, I have a friend that she stalked and harassed, and that friend got justice. So that's where she's at. Uh, but as far as Chile goes, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, I'm not involved in any way. His legal proceedings with her are his own, and uh, he can deal with that uh, as much. Apparently, he has some sort of hearing with her tomorrow. Uh, again, that's between them two. Uh, all I know is whatever. So there's that. Uh, all right. All right. Um, Amanda said, Ooh, that's spicy. How about that? Uh -oh. Yo, oh, did, did she ask Brett's permission first? I don't, I don't know. He, she has to get permission from Brett just to go on YouTube Ooh. channels. God knows to suck a dick. She's definitely going to have to get his permission. Um, never hire a girl boss attorney. Yeah. The girl boss lawyer, the, at least Lay for criminal up. defense. Lawyer up. Some, they can be, they, they can they can be good prosecutors. Like you get a good, uh, I mean, she had a good girl boss attorney, I guess in fall river, got her a nice uh, conviction there, but I wouldn't hire him for criminal defense. Uh, how's Monica Cannon Grant doing nowadays? She's uh, got the Shannon Mary Facebook filter going. I noticed that today. If you check out, she's <laughs> Monica finally using filters. She finally figured she, it out. She oh, fought look, right before she goes to jail. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, any other questions? Why is he, I mean, who knows? I mean, he's, uh, I don't know that much about Chili, but he seems to want to like silence her. My goal is not to silence Kate Peter. I could give a shit less. What a, you know, like, I don't, like, I realize that everyone has a right to speak in this country. So she can say, talk all she wants. I just don't want her to violate the law like and harm innocent people. That's all I ask that she not do. Like, can you not break the law? Can you not stalk and harass a woman for like nine months for no fucking reason other than her association with me? Like, I feel like that's not asking that much. Chili seems to actually want to silence her. Um, and again, first of all, you can't silence her or anyone in this country because we have a right to speak on the internet. You could try to get her channel taken down, but as somebody who has been thrown off of multiple platforms over the years, I know that you could just make a new one. Just make a new one, or you can go to freaking uh, Rumble. Or you can, there's a million other avenues. If she wants to be heard, she's going to be heard. And so it's try, I find that trying to silence people um, who want to talk and have a lot to say is an ineffective way to conduct business. Uh, I think the, your best advice is to just get – I mean, plus, I'm like, is he, is he actually in fear of her? I mean, you to get an order, you actually have to be in fear. 
and he's going to have to prove that. So, I mean, I, whatever. All right. Ted Benning says, when is court with the New Hampshire gun store? For the-? So he just texted me. Go watch. Guys, if you, you know why you should join Turtle Club for Thursday night's episode? Oh, my God. That was awesome. <laughs> you guys missed, if you're not in Turtle Club, the wildest fucking live show ever on Thursday night. The craziest call-in you've ever seen. A new guy is suing me. And I got him on the phone. He answered the phone when I called. And we talked for 35 fucking minutes on here. Live the tape. tape, And it was awesome. Like this guy, it was awesome. So he just texted me back. And he said, I go, did you drop the small claims? Because we agreed. Did you send the thing? Well, he goes, I went down to the courthouse the day after you called. I told my lawyer it wasn't worth spending more money on. You also said you were going to send me the recording, but yeah. you made of the call, but I haven't got it yet. Okay. Okay. I'll send it. Okay. I'll send. Um, because I said, like, that was our agreement was like, yeah. you know, I'm because you wanted it in writing. I'm like, it says it right on you. So he's going to drop the lawsuit because I told him straight up, like, look at dude. I'm like, this isn't a threat. But like you, the guy, so basically it's some guy who, who, who stole, I wrote, he was written about literally over three years ago. He's in New Hampshire. He got caught on tape, stealing a scope from a gun store. I don't even remember the name of the store. McClellan's or something. I don't remember. Yeah. something. Yeah. And he, he got caught on tape doing that. And then he went to another gun store, which he was probably going to steal something from. And he got arrested there and he was charged and it's in the newspapers that he was arrested. And all of it was sourced and blah, blah, blah. And he's suing me because he said he wasn't arrested. And I had him on the phone. I'm like, dude, I'm reading an article right now. I have on the screen. It says you're arrested. He goes, he goes, well, what does arrested even mean? Oh, my God. That was great. No, no, like, dude, it means you're arrested. It says right here. He's like, well, that's not true. I'm like, what's well, that true? Why aren't you calling up the newspaper and being like, it's no, not he true? Kept, he kept, like, avoiding it. You're like, did you get arrested or not? He's like, well, what if I did? Like, well, why? Yeah, he just got, and I'm like, so he's like, and he admitted, he goes, I have no damages. I have no damages, (laughs) but I'm suing in small claims court for 1500. And he wanted to kind of use me against the store. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I got, uh, yeah, I played the video from the store. And then he accused me of like putting Google ads, right? Oh my like, God, yeah. He was, was like, the part with the Google ads? ads on your thing or something. And they, they, yeah. they like source locally. So it probably showed up because he probably paid Facebook, whatever, AdSense to promote an ad. Yeah, he and runs like. He realized it was going to show up in sites like yours. Yeah, and he runs like some type of trailer park co-op. And the trailer park co-op, like he lost his reputation with them or something like that. And so he's damaged. Through his own actions, he was literally arrested and caught on film doing this, and he's still suing me and the gun store for what three years after the date this was written. He claims literally to have a lawyer. Lost. There's no fucking way this guy is a lawyer. So I'm gonna be Even straight up. He wrote I told pro se on the paper. Right. Yeah, and he wrote yeah, and he wrote pro se on the paper. And I go, dude, I go, do you have kids? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh well, if you sue, if you continue with this whole thing. I'm not going to go after you. I'm going to go after your children. And by go after, that's not a threat. And like, you know, I'm not going to threaten them or anything like that. I'm going to write about them. I'm going to intentionally humiliate them and make them give them all this attention that they didn't sign up for. Cause I want them to hate you. And that's going to cause chaos in your life. 
I am going to cause the, the, what I'm about to do to your fucking life is like nothing you've ever seen before. I'm going to do that to you. Or you just drop the stupid lawsuit because you're not going to get shit from me anyway. You're not going to, this is an inconvenience for me. So just drop the stupid lawsuit and I don't fucking put your kids on my blog. That's it. And he's like, you could tell he was scared by the kid thing. Like, he's just like, wait a minute. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, and, yeah that made him stop and pause. And I, it made, you could literally hear the man thinking in the live. In the live he's like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, the clocks were turning slowly. Yeah, he's just like, wait a minute. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want that. Do I? I don't want that. And so we agreed on the tape to take it down. And yeah, that's that. So the guy's name is, what the fuck was the guy's? Oh, I got it right here. So this is, he's suing me for 1500 uh, small claims in the $90 fee. His name is Chris Villanueve, V-I-L-L-V-I-L-L. Let me just spell it. V-I-L-L, V-I-L-L. E N E U V E is, is how you spell his name. Uh, okay, but not everyone knows okay. how to spell that. So that um, so we're going for fifteen hundred, uh, and he's got like I got all this fucking paperwork on this guy. And when I got the blog, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then I pulled up the blog, and I'm like, wait a minute, you're on tape doing this? And then I googled him, and I'm like, wait, there's a goddamn police report. I'm like, this is like what? And it's not even suing me for deformation. It's small claims. He goes, this is his affidavit. He goes, on August 13th, Carney committed libel, which you should be suing me then, not taking me to small claims, negligent infliction of emotional distress upon me by publishing a false report stating I was arrested for stealing from multiple New Hampshire gun stores. You were. You were. Mm -hmm. And denigrating my position in my community, causing irreversible harm to my reputation and safety which caused me to have to move from my home, your mobile home and community of 20 plus years and continues to make those scurrilous facts available on his website and social media platforms. In addition to financial compensation, we asked the court to enjoin the defendant from mentioning the plaintiff online and remove social media content concerning the plaintiff. No, I will not be doing any of those things. Okay. But <laughs> nothing. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, going to pass. You did promise him. Remember you did promise him. That if he if his thing ends up that, that that they're all lying and they all framed him that you're gonna expose all that that, shit. that that was the deal we made that's how we agreed I go we go I go if, he goes because he's gonna sue the gun store still and if he when he wins against the gun store I go when you do that and you successfully get a judgment against them then I will expose them I promise then he's and all know, like well what if I get a settlement instead no dude I go no settlements don't count there's no settlements because the gun store might have insurance. And the insurance company might say, let's just fucking right. throw 500 bucks at this retard and then it'll go away. And it's cheaper than litigating this whole thing. That doesn't count. You need an actual judgment. Okay. You need to defeat them in court. And he's like, okay, deal. <laughs> it's like, okay. And I know that's never going to happen. So I don't have to worry about that. All right. Anybody else have any other questions they want to ask? Jack's right. He should join Turtle Club if he doesn't want to see ads. Yes, he should. Yes, he should. <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of questions. Before. He actually said that. Why are you putting my business on your Why website? Why are you hacking my, my business? He accused <laughs> me of hacking his business. I'm like, he's like, because the ads are appearing. And I brought up the blog and I'm like, there's no ads on here, dude. What are you talking about? There's no ads for, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I have it somewhere else. It's a screenshot. It was before. I talked to the guys that run the gun store too. Like they're like, they're looking forward to this fight. They're not that worried about it. 
Um, if you are in Turtle Club, is there a way to print an article? Well, it's mostly the Turtle Club is mostly just video. It's a show, yeah. Like- it's a show. It's a stream on Thursdays. All right, anybody else have any more questions before they call it a night? Um, yeah, look up there. Is the Bedford Creeper in jail? I'm not sure. I haven't followed up on that. Hopefully. Have you talked about high school and teacher? <laughs> I've seen that. Go watch Tucker if you haven't seen For that. Sure. We'll be talking about- I need more time for that. Um, did Mr. New Hampshire uh, get back to you? That was the yeah, that's the guy I was just talking to. Yeah. I was just reading his text. We'll see. All right. Anyway, um, so I guess we'll call it a night, folks. Um, thank you guys for joining because it's getting late. Did you see the activist group file the class? I did. We could talk about that another time. It's, we'll be here all night. But we're going to call it. Uh, we're going to tap out now. It's getting late. It's been a hell of a show. We had over 300 most of the night. Good quality content, folks. Smash that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And join Turtle Club because there's been some good shit going on Turtle Club lately. Uh, $15 yes, a month, guys. $15 a month, you get ad-free, you get access to the Thursday streams that no one else gets, and you get a free t-shirt of your choice. You just got to contact sure. me and let me know a t-shirt, and I will send it to you. So, all right, guys, have a good night, Turtle Riders, and we will see some of you on Thursday for the Sex Cult, and uh, everybody else will see Saturday night for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live. Peace, Turtle Riders. Have a good night, everybody.